0: The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports.
1: 7 5 Glory FM with Georgia State football live from Boise, Idaho. Coming up next from the Georgia State Sports Network with Dave Cohen and Harper LaBelle.
0: This is Georgia State University Panthers football. Talik
1: Williams cross the 30, 35 40, 45 50, down the far sideline. 35 30, 25 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Georgia State. Touchdown Georgia
0: State! Live from Albertson Stadium on the campus of Boise State University, the Georgia State University Panther Radio Network brings you the famous Idaho Potato Bowl with the Georgia State University Panthers versus the Utah State Aggies. Today's game is brought to you by Center Park Credit Union, Ticketsmarter.com, Northside Hospital, Ford, Coca Cola and the Georgia State University Alumni Association. Now, live with the Panthers pregame show, here's Dave Cohen.
1: Well, looking to close out the 2023 college football season with a win after losing their final five games of the regular season, Georgia State football has made their way here to lovely Boise, Idaho this afternoon, getting ready to face the Aggies of Utah State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. On the world famous Blue Turf here at Boise State University's Albertson Stadium. Georgia State, six and six overall, three and five at Sunbelt Conference play this season. The Aggies of Utah State, six and six, and a four-four four run through the Mountain West Conference. Hi again, Panther fans. Welcome to the Panther Pregame show. Countdown to kickoff. Dave Cohen, along with Harper Labelle, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker. Harper, great to be back in a bowl game following an absence a year ago, a four-and-eight season last year, but an opportunity for Sean Elliott and Georgia State to finish out the season in the win column.
2: Absolutely, Dave. That's one of the keys to coming back from a, a six and one start and then to end up six and six. Uh, what can we possibly gain out of this? Well, all the momentum in the world that you would need to get your team ready for the following year, as well as concluding with a great way to finalize your season this year. 6-6, six and six, obviously you didn't win the conference championship. You weren't even in the conference championship game. But now you get a chance to be rewarded for playing in a blue turf and, and being a part of a, a game really that, that has a, a lot more history than than some of the other games that we've been to.
1: Transfer portal and early opt-outs have hurt the Georgia State football program. If you want to term it that Darren Granger is back at quarterback playing in what will be his final game as a collegiate football player. But Marcus Carroll is gone. KZ Adams is gone. Your number one receiver, Robert Lewis, is gone into the portal. Amongst your running backs, Harper... A total of seven carries, Freddie Brock, Jalen Foster, and Terry
2: Burden Jr. Yeah, that's not good news when you stop to think about what you need to have on the field here today. But obviously the game has changed. We talked a little bit about that with Coach. Um, There's some things about the portal that uh, are great for kids, and there's some things that are, you know, kind of uh, iffy, if you will. The rules aren't really set yet, but um, not quite as many on the Utah State side. But, you know, guess what? Welcome to college football. Everybody's going to have to deal with kids that want to either try – greener pastures somewhere else or just not happy with where they are and it is what it is but we're going to try to put together the best type of running game to keep those numbers you know we had really good numbers throughout the course of the year obviously with Marcus but we're going to go with guys that are really untested here today
1: well for the Aggies of Utah State they won three of their final regular uh, four final regular season games including a big play on the final play of their final regular season game at new mexico to earn bowl eligibility 44 41 was the final there and of course you remember the name levi williams the quarterback we saw him as back in 2019 when he was the quarterback at wyoming in the arizona bowl
2: yeah many many years ago well he's about 57 percent that's his completion percentage. He has four touchdowns. He has one interception. Uh, he was sacked. I, I'm sorry. He got. Uh, he had about uh, 29 yards rushing. So he's a different type of quarterback. But he does have experience against the Panthers. So I'm sure he'll see the field a little bit today. But uh, as we found out just a short while ago, there's about seven different starters right now for the Aggies that will not be available, not necessarily through the portal, but through injuries and other reasons. So both teams will be hurting to put their front best guys out there uh, in in the manner that this bowl game would demand. But uh, you're going to... Put patchwork in there. We need duct tape. We need some drywall mud. And uh, we're going to do the best we can with what we have.
1: Well, last time Georgia State was in a postseason bowl game, they beat Ball State at the Camellia Bowl over in Montgomery, Alabama. That was two years ago. They have had a fantastic experience, as well as the radio crew, on their first ever visit
2: to Boise, Idaho. Great city. Very welcoming. Uh, nice people all around. The weather was a little foggy up until today. Uh, some of the locals have said it's been about two weeks of just this lower level cloud and fog barrier that they've had here in the mountains but uh, the view is gorgeous lots of things for the players to do um we had a record store for you dave we had to we had to find a record store and we Every did where we go thank goodness we got to find a record store in boise and i think it was well worth the trip Um uh, and, and i hope the panthers come out with the victory to make it even more so and uh, to go home with the
1: well a key to the game for you in georgia state's current condition would be <laughs>
2: how many guys are we going to get to put 11 guys on the field look one of the keys for me is our speed but because it was 27 degrees this morning with a little bit of snow flurries that are left over from last night I don't know how fast we're going to be compared to guys that are used to this colder weather there on the Aggie side they've got some big bodies out there some big six foot 325 pounder, 6 foot 7 offensive lineman. I'm a little worried about that. They're big, but if we're able to play fast, I think that's the most important thing, especially early going to kind of set the pace here for the Panthers.
1: You know, interestingly enough, Utah State was a member of the Sunbelt Conference back in 2003-2004, a very similar situation that we went through with New Mexico State and when uh, the Vandals of Idaho were in the league for that four-year stretch. Yeah,
2: out of the hundreds of stats, Dave, you pulled that one out on me the other day. I did not know that. Your your Dave Cohen encyclopedia is uh, just as sharp as it has been over the many, many years that I've known you. All right,
1: coming up on our Panther pregame show countdown to kickoff, it's quite a sight, Harper, just like center park stadium when you look out the windows of the uh, radio booth here isn't it
2: there's a couple of clouds kind of messing everything up but other than that yeah i mean could you imagine playing you know calling games from here every week um you still take center park wouldn't you,
1: you yeah you i mean these snow-capped mountains really uh they are what they are
2: yeah the multi-million dollar homes are off in the distance all yeah. that kind of stuff it's it's uh, yeah someone has to do it yeah. i guess but no boise has been uh, again very welcoming and i know people at the the cohen christmas party right now uh, wish they were here instead now i guess they would rather be up in uh in john's the, Creek. yeah in the cohen the cohen neighborhood
1: yeah well coming up on our path the pregame show countdown to kickoff we're going to preview today's game with cornerback gavin pringle led georgia state with four interceptions this year just in his first year after transferring from bucknell but a Key player on the defensive side of the football, and we'll talk about the uh, bowl game and the Boise experience with head coach Sean Elliott as we continue. Georgia Power is the official energy sponsor of Georgia State Athletics. More about new ways to stay connected at georgiapower.com. From Boise, Idaho, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl today for Georgia State as they get set to take on the Aggies of Utah State. Our pregame continues coming up after this two-minute timeout here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's that time of the season, holiday shopping And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list This is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore In person or online Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus As well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts And athletics apparel from Under Armour Wear what the Panthers wear Happy Holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable.
1: Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The alumni office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million.
4: Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program.
1: Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. Back here at Albertson Stadium, Boise, Idaho, our Panther pregame show countdown to kickoff continues. Georgia State and the Utah State Aggies out here in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Great to be here and uh, great to be joined right now by one of the mainstays on the defensive side. Had a really good season for Georgia State, led with four interceptions. We've talked to him before here in our pregame, and it's great to welcome him back to the Panther radio microphones. That's Gavin Pringle. And how exciting is this, Boise, Idaho, and uh, you guys? live to play another game finishing at six and six and uh gonna play utah state here in the uh, in the potato bowl
5: yeah first off thanks for having me but um this is a pretty exciting bowl game we're going somewhere that most of my teammates have never really been before and uh we just get another opportunity to go out there and compete and you know finish the the 2023 season strong so i think we all happy about that and we get to just go see the world and do something different that we've never done before, so I think we're all excited about that.
1: Which is always, well, in some cases, part of the whole bowl experience, to go somewhere that you haven't been before, experience something new, fully realizing there's a football game that's, that ultimately is a part of this, but an opportunity to go and see a new city and see new sites and experience and do some things that you haven't been able to do before.
5: Yeah, uh, I've never been a part of a bowl game. I know some of these guys have, but I'm sure they have, like, events and certain things set up for us to do just so we can have some fun. But the main goal is the main goal. The main goal is to go there and win and, you know, compete and finish the season strong. But we also want to have fun in the process of doing that, you know, enjoy what we're doing. So that's the main goal.
1: Got off to a great start this year at 6-1, and one, and it didn't end the way we all would have liked it to. Came awfully close at Old Dominion, but – and I know you weren't here last year, but the silver lining in this is they are Georgia State football with everything that you contributed, plus two from where they were as a four win team a year ago and back in a bowl game. So it, it definitely it has been a season that is. Moved in the right direction with regards to the tra- trajectory of the program.
5: Yeah, I think we definitely moving in the right direction as a program, but I also think we got to finish stronger. We started the season very fast, you know. We we did well in the beginning, but things didn't turn out how we wanted them to, obviously. But I think we heading in the right direction as a program, just in changing the culture and just changing how the players like view the game, and you know, just buying them, everybody buying them, being on the same page. So I think we're changing the program in that aspect. But we definitely got to work on finishing strong. And next year, we got to come out even stronger and finish strong.
1: What were some of the differences in those first, let's say, six or seven games when Georgia State's sitting there at six and one? And then, and, and admittedly, the second half of the schedule, we played really kind of the upper echelon teams in the Sunbelt Conference, maybe save for Georgia Southern. Um, but it seemed like when you guys came out of the locker room after, at Louisiana Lafayette, that second half... And I know you're on the defensive side. We didn't score. We still won the game because you had the huge interception that uh, that secured the win. But uh, it, it's, it's almost like it was a tale of two halves of, of one season, the first half and really down the stretch the second half.
5: Yeah, um, I can't pinpoint exactly what it is from my aspect, from my personal opinion I just think it's like the energy in the locker room I think we need to pick up the energy I don't think the energy was there in the second half of the season as it was in the first half but I think that's the main thing I can't really pinpoint exactly what it was but we we all seen how it ended we need to finish stronger that's like the bottom line we gotta play players gotta play better coach gotta coach better everybody just gotta do better as a program so that's
1: well you know you've been a part of the transfer portal I remember you and I talked about it in some earlier interviews that we did and Uh, whether we all like it or not, those of us that in whatever way we're connected to the sport and to an individual program, players leaving early or opting out early certainly throws a wrench into preparation because you get used to practicing, you've got the same core group, and then all of a sudden, at the snap of a finger, X number of players are either in the portal or they're opting out. It, It makes it a little bit Difficult might not be the right word, but it just changes the preparation because some guys when they talk about guys having to step up and, and really you know take it to the next level, I think a lot of us are in the, a lot of programs are in that that position.
5: Yeah, it's definitely tough, you know, losing key players at a time like this, but it's time for the guys that were behind our season to step up and step into a role that they probably weren't used to or haven't really had that much experience. But this is their time to, you know, start off on a good note for next year and finish this year on a good note. So a lot of guys that didn't play are going to get an opportunity to play this weekend or next weekend. And this is their time to really step up and show everybody what they can do and just step up to the plate and be, be that guy.
1: From a defensive standpoint, in the past week, of practice heading up to uh, this bowl game today without even not mentioning any names did it affect the the preparation some of the mainstays that that have been a part of the defense all year that uh, for one reason or another are not going to play in the bowl game
5: uh, Somewhat, a little bit, but not too. it's not too bad. Uh, a lot of the coaches, like when players leave or things happen, we just keep it going. The next person got to step up. We can't stop the show just because one person's not here or we're losing people, so we just got to keep it going. The young guys, they've been locked in in the meeting rooms and things like that, so that's the main thing, just having everybody locked in on the same page. I think if everybody's on the same page, we'll be successful as a team. It don't matter who's out there. As you
1: said at the beginning of this interview, the exciting part of going to Boise is one aspect of it, but I think the larger part was the opportunity to get that seventh win and close out this season on a positive note.
5: Yeah, that's definitely what we want to do. We want to finish strong so we can start off on a good note for next year. That's the main thing, just ending on a positive note.
1: All right, Gavin, appreciate it. been great having you here at Georgia State, and uh, best of luck in the bowl game, and uh, let's let's, uh, end the season on a winning note.
5: Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
1: All right, that is Gavin Pringle uh, with us here on our Panther pregame show. Countdown to kickoff again uh, as we walk you up to kickoff here in Boise for Georgia State and Utah State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Coming up on the other side of this two-minute timeout, we'll preview this afternoon's game with seventh-year head coach Sean Elliott. It comes your way in two minutes after this from Boise, Idaho on the Georgia State Football Radio Network.
6: Loose Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership what does it mean to be a hometown dealership we believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations it means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before during and after the sale more than just making the sale we'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area at Lusab Kia incoming we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year 100,000 mile warranty now that that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community. And this month, we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusob Kia Incoming, online at LusabKia.com.
3: Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable
1: it's that time of the season holiday shopping and for that special georgia state panther fan on your list this is a great time to visit the georgia state university bookstore in person or online locations on the downtown atlanta campus as well as alpharetta decatur and dunwoody featuring the best selection of georgia state gifts and athletics apparel from under armor where would the panthers wear happy holidays from the georgia state university bookstore HHS and the Ad Council. Time now to preview the famous Idaho Potato Bowl in Boise, Idaho with Georgia State's head football coach, Sean Elliott. Georgia State at 6-6 six and 3-5 six and and in the Sunbelt Conference. Going to take on an Aggie team of Utah State, also 6-6, six 4-4 six, four four out of the Mountain West. We welcome to the Pat the Radio Microphones Head coach Sean Elliott, congratulations. Georgia State back in a bowl game, and uh, that's what the goal is every year. Let's get to a bowl game. Let's uh, improve each year, and certainly we did that from a year ago, and we're right back uh, playing in what is the sixth bowl game in the last
2: nine seasons.
7: Yeah, you know, uh, postseason play is very important for every college football team, uh, especially in the FBS. The bowls are important to us, uh, extra practice time. Uh, makes it a little difficult in this day and age of recruiting, to be honest with you, because you have visits going on, you're trying to prepare, you're trying to recruit. Uh, so that's hard, that's hard. But, yeah, we're thrilled to be able to uh, take our football program and take them somewhere they've never been before, Boise, Idaho. Uh, it's going to be a great trip. I mean, you know, it has been a great trip, and uh, just thrilled to do it.
1: Well, again, it's about the football game, but as you just said, for a lot of these kids, it's about the experience. It's kind of the reward for the end of the season, an opportunity to go and experience something that you've never been a part of before.
7: Sure, taking them out west. I mean, this is a this is a trip that most people would never go on. Uh, I was fortunate to be able to play there in 1994 in the FCS playoffs, so to be back in another postseason uh, appearance there in Boise, Idaho, is, uh, it's nice. I think it's a great city. Um, the opportunity to, you know, a little cooler weather, of course, but uh, I love it. But the scenery and the backdrop, and the mountains, and that blue turf—it it gets you excited to go play a football game.
1: All right, so six and six and three and five, but six and six plus two from where we were a year ago. So headed in the right direction, and as we talked about, back in a bowl game.
7: Yeah, you know, um, it, last year in the off season was such a. A different time for us. Uh, the transfer portal hit us hard, and then we had to regroup and uh, restructure our team and our roster. And we did that. We made improvements right here. Uh, started very strongly this season. I mean, you know, sitting there at six and one, and certainly uh, played some some good opponents here in the second half of the season. A couple opponents we felt like we we, we um, let slip by, but yeah, we're still proud. You know, six and six, is a pretty good year. It's a it's a it's a solid season, and we got a chance to go and finish it with a seventh win.
1: You mentioned the transfer portal, and we can or cannot mention names, but some guys that have been mainstays for us this season uh, are not going to be with us for various reasons, whether they've gone to the transfer portal, whether they've just opted out. It makes it really difficult to prepare for a game when some of the guys that you've been playing each week are, you know, all of a sudden they're not there anymore.
7: Yeah, you know, that's this day and age of college football. You know, um, and I think once you start something, you finish it. Uh, they started the season with us and certainly didn't finish the season with us, which is unfortunate. Uh, but, uh, you know, more power to those guys. I hope they find success in whatever they do. Uh, the guys that we have on our roster right now, the guys that are filling in, those are the guys we're preparing to go play with. And that's what you got to do in uh, college football. And uh, we're doing it to the best of our ability. Uh, I told, uh, I, I said this a few weeks back. I said, just because it's not your time doesn't mean it's not going to be your time. And uh, it's, their, it's their time. You know, for some guys that haven't played a lot. So, uh, exciting time for those guys, I can imagine, you know, for some it's going to be the first time they really have uh, stepped on the field and that's going to be a great experience. I can't wait to watch them play.
1: Specifically offensive line and, you know, no surprise we lost our number 1 running back to the portal, so some guys are going to get to carry the ball is in in your second running back, if I could call him the second running back, he's in the portal as well. Some guys are going to get to, they're going to get some playing time that they didn't have all year.
7: Yeah, well, our the guy you're referring our second running back wasn't our second running back. Our second running back was hurt, so he got in the portal cuz he couldn't become one or two. Uh but yeah, that, it's that's that's great. I mean, that's why you have a roster like we do and and you know, you try to develop depth as hard as it is in college football this day and age, but you got to develop it. And here's a chance for these guys to go out and and have a great time and and show that they can be the player that that we're going to have to lean on here in the the upcoming uh season in 24.
1: Well, you still have one of your captains, uh, your quarterback, Darren Granger, is here. And certainly he can do a lot of things, whether he's throwing the ball or running the ball. So that's a
8: good thing.
7: Yeah, you know, Darren's got um, he, he's going to have a big load force, a really big load force. us. Um, a lot of different things that we're going to ask him to do in this uh, particular game. Uh, which is things he 's all you know he 's done all season, so it 's not going to be a surprise to watch him go out there and perform in his last college football game and it 's awesome to know that uh, he 's going to lead us i mean uh, that 's what you sign up for, man, especially when you 're voted captain, uh, you go down i mean you, you, you play it till the end and he 's going to play it until the very last snap
1: well that 's why when we look back he 'll be among the greatest quarterbacks to have played at at georgia state no question about that real quick uh scouting report on the aggies of utah state uh i'm sure like georgia state and every other group of five and every other really power five dealing with the portal they've they have probably lost some players as well and they're adjusting on the fly as we are
7: yeah you know they've probably lost six or seven or so uh but uh, you know uh, pretty good offensively i mean really good uh job you know, who knows their quarterback situation. I think they were playing their third-string guy uh, there late in the year. But, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks gives a chance for everyone to get a little bit more healthier. So uh, it will be interesting to see who we face. But, yes, you know, uh, we got to go out and play well. We're going to be uh, have to match them, I think, offensively right there. we got to play strong defensively in the throw game. Uh, they love to throw it around a little bit. Got good quality quarterbacks and receivers. And uh, we just got to play well, you know.
1: All right, Coach, appreciate it. Uh, let's finish the season on a high note. And let's get out of Boise with a W, and let's have a good time. Uh, hopefully everybody's been having a good time while they've been here.
7: Oh, yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic week. I mean, the, the guys, that you, you see their faces and the opportunities that they have right here, and, uh, you know, it, it's worth it. It is. It sure is worth it. Let's do it.
1: All right, I want to thank Georgia State's head football coach, Sean Elliott. Final time this year as Georgia State gets to uh, face uh, utah state out here in the famous idaho potato bowl we appreciate coach joining us uh, on our pregame before every broadcast this year on our panther pregame show countdown to kickoff we're back with the starting lineups and the opening kickoff from albertson stadium here in boise idaho after this timeout two minute break here in the georgia state football radio network it's that time of the season holiday shopping and for that special georgia state panther fan on your list this is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus, as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Where would the Panthers wear? Happy holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
1: Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million.
4: Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU CARES Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program.
1: Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the alumni office at 404-413-2190.
7: Panther fans, this is Georgia State football head coach Sean Elliott. Follow the Panthers all season here on 97.5 Glory FM. Continuing here from the
1: famous Idaho Potato Bowl in Boise, 37 degrees at kickoff coming up here in just a few minutes. I think it's balmy now.
2: It was in the 20s earlier this morning. But really, the main thing right now, how are the Panthers with their speed? Did they get a chance to warm up in the locker room enough to where they get really loosened up? Because I think that's one of the advantages that we have is our team speed, being able to take advantage of some bigger guys, maybe a little bit heavier there over on the uh, Aggie side of the ball. As Coach said, they like to throw it a lot. They run very well. They score a lot of points. It's going to take a lot of speed to be able to offset that.
1: Along with Darren Granger, anxious to see what Freddie Brock, Jalen Foster, and even Terry Burden Jr., the Reinhardt College transfer, can do today.
2: Yeah, uh, they're going to have to find some holes. Uh, again, with some of our offensive linemen, two or three, that are not available, Avery Reese being one that I miss the most because... He was the center, and he made all the calls, but uh, Travis Glover being another very important keys to the offensive line. They're not available today, so there's going to be different holes than what you may have seen on film earlier or what you have practiced against. i um, not sure exactly what we'll see on the defensive front from the Aggies, but uh, they're going to definitely be wanting to play a lot of run defense. They're good at it.
1: All right, Georgia State's starting lineup here in Boise at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. When Georgia State's on offense, Darren Granger's your quarterback. Freddie Brock, the transfer from Maine, is going to be your starting running back. Amon Green, the tight end. Your wide receivers, Talik Williams, Jakaias Cradle, and Kadarius Thompson on the offensive line. Ben Chukuma will be the starting left tackle. Jonathan Brown, the left guard. Alec Johnson, the center. Lamar Robinson, the right guard. Trevor Timmons has moved to the right tackle position. When the Panthers are on defense, defensive ends, Javon Dennis and Anthony Bloom, Henry Bryant at the nose guard spot, your outside linebacker, the Clemson transfer, Kevin Swint, inside linebackers, Justin Abraham and Josiah Robinson, the safeties, Ty G. Leach and Jeremiah Johnson, the stars, Ronald Cooper, and the quarterbacks, Gavin Pringle and Isaiah Guy. Liam Rickman will handle the place kicking. Isaac Kone will handle the kickoffs. Cade Loggins will do the punting. And Georgia State's head football coach is Sean Elliott. Utah State led by quarterback Levi Williams and their leading receiver, Jalen Royals. Aggies head coach is Blaine Anderson. Sun is shining brightly here with the snow-capped mountains just outside our radio broadcast booth here in Boise, Idaho. Georgia State. And the Aggies of Utah State coming up next, here from the famous Idaho Potato Bowl.
0: This is Georgia State University Panthers football.
1: Talik Williams, across the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, down the far sideline, 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5, touchdown Georgia State!
2: Touchdown
0: Georgia State! Live from Albertson Stadium on the campus of Boise State University, the Georgia State University Panther Radio Network brings you the famous Idaho Potato Bowl with the Georgia State University Panthers versus the Utah State Aggies. Today's game is brought to you by Center Park Credit Union, Ticketsmarter.com, Northside Hospital, Ford, Coca Cola, and the Georgia State University Alumni Association. Now, live from Boise, Idaho, with our play-by-play, Dave Cohen.
1: Hi again, Panther fans, and good afternoon from the famous Idaho Potato Bowl here at Albertson Stadium, Boise State University. Sun shining brightly across the field as we get set for this showdown between Georgia State and the Aggies of Utah State. Dave Cohen, along with... Broadcast partner Harper LaBelle, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker. Georgia State back in a bowl game. The sixth bowl game in the last nine seasons for Georgia State. The Panthers led by head coach Sean Elliott. 37 degrees here in Boise, but again, the sun shining brightly, Harper. And listen, we said at the top of the broadcast, Georgia State coming off a 4-8 disappointing season a year ago. 6-6 six six this year. Great to be back in a postseason bowl game.
2: Yeah, they earned it as early as any time in the Panther history books. By by week seven, we knew that we were at least eligible for a bowl game. Wheels kind of fell off a little bit, but now here's an opportunity for you to kind of make some corrections to what you've done. You've had a little bit of extra time, and you're going against a team that record-wise is no better, no worse. So uh, they Gentlemen, have congratulations. a little bit of an advantage in terms of I mean, they're so closer, but the let's the listen to the coin toss.
9: Famous Idaho Potato bowl. Today I'm joined with the chairman of the Idaho Potato Commission, Mr. Paul Saito, who will toss today's coin. Georgia State, you've been selected as the visiting team and you'll call the toss. The coin today has the logo of the bowl game as heads and a logo of each helmet for both teams as tails. What's your call? Tails. Tails is the call. Mr. Saito, please do the honor. And it is tails. Georgia State, you've won the toss. Your choice. Georgia State will defer their option to the second half. All right, Georgia State
1: wins the coin toss. Georgia State team captains, only one of the original four remaining. That's quarterback Darren Granger. The other captains for today's bowl game, Jonathan Brown, Jordan Venzial, and Jeremiah Johnson. Of course, John Trey Hunter's absence as he gets ready for what he hopes will be an NFL career. Jordan Venzial's role is going to probably get a little bit bigger here today.
2: Yeah, it might be on the different side of the ball in terms of where he lines up, but absolutely. Here's a guy that's just given you everything that he can possibly give to the program and has done so since he was a freshman. Second leading tackler in school history. He's getting a chance here in his final game to uh, be a starter again and uh, do something great for the ball club.
1: Full schedule of bowl games, by the way, in the Sunbelt Conference. Sunbelt
2: has struggled in postseason bowl games so far. This year, yeah. This year they've really struggled. Were they 1-4 before today started? Do we know how Arkansas State
1: did? Uh, They were losing to Northern Illinois the last time we saw a score, and we're going to update our scoreboard here as we move on throughout the broadcast. Right now trailing Northern Illinois in Montgomery, 21-13 in the Camellia Bowl. But uh, full schedule of uh, Sunbelt Bowl action throughout the afternoon here as we watch Georgia State and the Aggies of Utah State. We gave you the starting lineups. Georgia State, white pants, white jerseys, blue numerals, blue helmets, and navy blue pants, navy blue jerseys, white numerals, white helmets for the Aggies of Utah State. And the Panthers have deferred. And so back deep for Utah State. Terrell Vaughn and Savion Steele Brayden McAllister actually handling the kickoffs not Isaac Kone for today's bowl game at least at this juncture of the football game so Terrell Vaughn over here to our left near side also back deep for the Aggies Robert Briggs, Jr. So Braden McAllister, the transfer from Charlotte. Well, it's going to have to go back. Brisk wind down there on the blue turf. And so the ball falls off the tee. He's going to have to reset it, and then we'll be underway. The 2023 Famous Idaho Potato Bowl from Boise, Idaho, Georgia State, and Utah State here on the Georgia State Radio Network. Here's the kick from McAllister, and it's going to be a booming end-over-end kick that will sail into the end zone. Ball going to come out to the 25. Nice kick there by McAllister. And so Levi Williams and the Aggies of Utah State trotting onto the field from the 25-yard line.
2: Yeah, this will be the first time that we've seen Levi in a few years. Uh, Had a nice career here while he's been at... Utah State he's 57 he's 23 out of 40 57 percent has 294 yards in the air four touchdowns one interceptions he's run for 29 yards but uh on the depth chart he's the starter here today for the Aggies
1: Rasul Faison the running back 105 carries five touchdowns and they're going to go ahead and give him the football he'll run off left tackle And he'll be good for about a five-yard pickup right to the 30-yard line. Justin Abraham, one of the Georgia State inside linebackers, first in on the tackle there for the Panthers. Utah State left to right across the radio dial here in the opening quarter from Boise State. Faison stays in at running back. They put a man in motion. Here's the snap to Williams. They're going to hand it off. Faison again going to run this one right up the middle. Taiji Leach in there on the tackle for Georgia State along with Javon Dennis. And it will bring up third down now at about a yard for Utah State. Utah State out of the Mountain West, 6-6, six and 4-4 six, four four in conference play. Snap on the way to Levi Williams, but not before there are whistles.
2: Yeah, the whole right side of the line, guard tackle, tight end. They ended up jumping. They thought it was on Both one.
9: Third. Offense number 83, five-yard penalty, third down.
2: So they blame it on Josh Sertzer, the tight end, but it will actually be uh, – the guard and tackled to boot they're speeding everything up playing very fast I remember arkansas state used to play really fast against us as well and blake anderson the coach at arkansas state for years it's their first penalty they had 91 on the season 91 penalties there for the aggies a little bit more than normal
1: keep an eye on jalen royals with the penalty now third down at seven here against utah state first meeting ever between the panthers and the aggies Three down, defensive lineman for Georgia State. Swint from the outside. Here's the snap on the way to Levi Williams. Two steps back, looking. Royals across the middle, catch at the 40. Still on his feet. He'll get tripped up at the 44-yard line. First down coming up for Utah State. And for Royals, he was the one we were warned about, their best receiver. And Royals picks up his 69th catch of the season. 68 and 14 touchdowns, averaging 15 yards per catch. Snap on first down. Williams under pressure, throws, flag on the play. Intended receiver down below for Utah State. Pretty sure it'll be a hold.
9: Personal foul, illegal hands to the face. Defense number nine, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down.
1: Penalty assessed there to Kevin Swint, the outside linebacker. The intended receiver was Terrell Vaughn, the senior out of Oxnard, California. Levi Williams numbers this year 57 percent completion rate 23 of 40 in the air four touchdowns one interception pressed into duty with the injury to their starting quarterback so Williams and McKay Hillstead kind of taken over and led the Aggies down the stretch here's the snap ball is first down and it's on the 41 yard line pass complete for Utah State on the catch there was well The tackle was made there by Gavin Pringle. Royals with the reception. That's his second catch of the football game, second catch of the drive already. And it'll bring up second down and three. Ball at the Georgia State 34-yard line. Aggies working left hash and working quickly. Williams, play action. His pass across the middle intended for Royals. Deflected, falls to the turf. Javon Dennis, number eight, got those big hands up, knocked that football down.
2: Nice job of Javon uh, DeVan- Dennis getting into the interior, in between the guard and the tackle, just got his hands up in the air, uh, right as Levi was get, get really uh, get rid of the football and is able to uh, deflect it, and it falls incomplete, third and short now for the Aggies.
1: Vaughn in motion, he and Royals wi- uh, line up wide to the left, one wide out here near side, Williams got some time in the pocket, dumps it off over on the far side, and falling backwards out of bounds was Rasul Face in the running back. Flared out into the flat, made the catch from Williams in the check down. And it will bring up third down now. And about three for the Aggies. They're going to spot that ball at the Georgia State 34-yard line. 12:35 on a turning clock here in the opening quarter from the famous Idaho Potato Bowl out here in Boise.
2: A real fortunate situation for the Panthers. Faison catches it right on the sideline and ends up stepping out of bounds instead of getting any additional yardage. uh, He ends up maybe making two feet, but they needed three yards.
1: Brings up fourth down and two now for Utah State. Again, ball at the Georgia State 33. Snap to Williams. Quick toss over here to Faison. Faison's going to get the, well, he's going to get, he's going to be short, I I believe, of that first down marker. The Panthers
2: come up Harper with a huge stop on fourth and two. Boy, Faison had the yardage that he needed, but somebody got underneath him and just grabbed him by a shoelace and was able to bring him down. They're not even going to bother measuring it. It's a first down for the Panthers.
1: Big, big play for Georgia State on the defensive side of the football right out of the gate. Utah State stopped and stuffed on a fourth and two play. And the Panthers will take over at the 31-yard line, right in between the 31 and the 32-yard line. So here comes Darren Granger in Georgia State. Offense looking a little bit different. First start of the year for Freddie Brock. The transfer from Maine. No Marcus Carroll, no KZ Adams. And we'll see what the Panthers can do here on offense. They're going to put a couple of wideouts to the... Right side, Talik Williams now goes in motion near side. Here's the snap to Granger. Going to hand it off to Freddie Brock. Cut right, tries to cut back to the left. A lot of dark navy blue jerseys there, making a wall. Coming up with a big stop. Logan Peely, first in there for the Aggies. A big six foot, two hundred and twenty-five pound freshman out of Provo, Utah. He's a former BYU Cougar. Loss of a yard. Second down and eleven now for Georgia State. Kadarius Thompson. In motion. Granger now going to roll out of the pocket. Going to throw on the run. Caught by Brock, but has his legs and feet taken out from underneath him. Big stop there defensively by the Aggies of Utah State. And on the stop, that's going to be another loss of about a yard for Georgia State. The Panthers going in the opposite direction. Stop there by Simeon Harris, the Colorado transfer from Viejo, California
2: on Green comes out of the ball game replacing him as Jakari Carter who's the wideout we've got four wideouts right now one back
1: Kadarius Thompson in motion Darren Granger looking throws across the middle man wide open caught for the first down Kadarius Thompson
2: got sandwiched on the tackle across the 45 first down georgia state he lost his helmet in the collision well Kadarius was in motion was almost at the sideline when the ball was snapped he still gets up the field about 10 or 15 yards and then breaks it right over the middle of the field at the 45 yard line he makes the catch and as you said Dave, he got sandwiched immediately by mj tafusi but he gets the first down yardage for the panthers at the 45
1: granger will go with an empty backfield first down ball on the 45 snap to darren quick pass on a slant across the middle caught by jakari carter gets across the 50 into Utah State territory, down close to the 45. I think they'll spot it at the 46. That'll be an eight-yard pickup for Georgia State. Second down and two coming up. 10-20 now, turning clock here in the first quarter from Boise, Idaho. Snap to Granger. Darren. now looking, chased out of the pocket, gonna roll out to the far side of the field, gets it across midfield, picks up the first down, walks a tightrope on the far sideline, in front of the Utah State bench and
2: we'll see where they mark it looks like he went out Harper at about the 32 yard line nice pickup by Darren he got a a terrific block he pointed at Freddie Brock said hey Freddie can you get guy for me sure does gets an extra eight or ten yards because of that first down now for the Panthers at the 32 Uh, nice job there off by the offensive line too to avoid any holds.
1: Cradle and Carter, wideouts nearside. Handoff is going to be a fake, and it's going to be a keeper there by Darren Granger. Granger, shoestring tackle by the safety again, Simeon Harris. Darren's going to pick up, looks like four on the play, second and six with the ball on the Utah State 28-yard line. Nine and a half to go first quarter here in Boise. Freddie Brock stays in the ball game. lines up to Granger's right, and Carter goes in motion, and... The football knocked out of Granger's hand. Reaching in is Jaden Francois, the former UCF Golden Knight out of Florida City, Florida. But heads up play there by Darren to just not try to pick it up and run, but just dive
2: on top. Yeah, that RPO, he was going to fake the ball to Freddie Brock and then look down the field and probably try to get to Kadarius Thompson. But Francois, as you mentioned, Dave, swipes at his hand, knocks the ball down, And uh, you live to fight another day. So what you end up doing is just falling on the football. You lose a couple of yards. But uh, now it's third down and 11.
1: Jakaia's cradle wide out here near side. Empty backfield for Georgia State. Snap to Darren. Granger going to look and a throw towards Cradle. It's in the air and it's going to be incomplete. Looking around for a flag. I don't see any... And that's going to bring up fourth down now for Georgia State. No flags. Flag on the other p- side
2: of the field, though, what? Dave. Yep. Okay. All right. There's one over on the So I'm looking towards great. Well, I know. He got mugged and, and couldn't get his hands up because they were being held. But over on the other side of the field, now here's the thing. If it's a defensive penalty, then we're probably going to be looking at an absolute
9: first down. But are we going to get five Universal or one? foul. Face mask. Defense, number 10. 15-yard penalty. Penalized from the previous spot. Automatic first down.
1: Love those 15 yards on the face, max, uh, face mask, Jaden Francois. Again, the UCF transfer, the recipient of that penalty flag, and Georgia State sitting
2: pretty right now in Utah State territory. Yeah, we'll get about half the distance, so that'll put the ball on the 18-yard line where the Panthers will take over first and 10. All the momentum now. We go with two tight ends, Dave. Empty backfield.
1: Snap coming up, Darren Granger, Talik Williams in motion. Granger going to tuck it, run, got a hole in behind the right guard and the right tackle, and he will sneak inside the 15, down to about the 12 of the 13-yard line. We'll see where they place the football. 8.25 on a turning clock
2: first quarter. Well, nice job. Jonathan Brown and then our new center, Alec Johnson, made a hole along the right side. Darren got hit at the 15 and keeps his feet, spins out of that, gets an extra couple of yards, balls down at the 12. Talik
1: Williams, Jacaius Cradle, Whiteouts near side. Tight end in motion. Here's the snap, Darren. He's gonna run the football into the five. Inside the five. Darren is gonna be picked up literally off his feet and dropped on his back at the one. At yep. the one-yard line. Or just inside the one. Nice run there on the keeper by the Georgia State veteran quarterback. Panthers knocking on the door.
2: I'm well, not so sure we're not going to have another empty backfield, and Darren's probably going to keep this one.
1: Snap to Darren. Granger going to run right up the middle into the end zone. That's a Georgia State touchdown. The Panthers strike first here in Boise. Granger in a one-yard touchdown run, and Georgia State has a 6 nothing lead here in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl.
2: You didn't give the defense any time at all. We're going to get a flag right now. There's two of them. That's going to be uh, Dar- Darren ends up doing does a little celebrating. <laughs> I think he went up to the goalposts and punched it um, so we'll take that on the kickoff unfortunately but uh, you don't give him a whole lot of time to set up defensively to make any changes you don't bring any changes in you had two tight ends so you had a little bit of advantage with your offensive line and Derek. early on
9: the field was a touchdown after the play was over unsportsmanlike conduct for excessive celebration offense number three that 15-yard penalty will be assessed on the kickoff
2: Well, the officials saw the same thing I did. We have an injured Aggie there in the
9: middle that of the end That is number three's first unsportsmanlike conduct foul of the game.
1: Ten pay, a 10-play drive for Georgia State. As the drive takes four minutes and 34 seconds to go 68 yards. Liam Rickman. While the officials are in discussion there at the 15-yard line, Rickman will attempt the PAT here coming up. Georgia State, six points. And again, you've got to go back and really give the defense credit stopping Levi Williams and the Aggies on a fourth and two. And a Utah State drive that stalled at the Georgia State 32-yard line. Panthers have worked it back the other way. And they're about to go up 7-0 here in Boise. Liam Rickman will attempt the PAT. Cade Loggins, the punter, is going to be your holder per usual. Seth Glossier is the long snapper. There it is. Ball is down. And Rickman's PAT up in the air. It is good. 10 play drive, 68 yards, 4 minutes, 34 seconds, time of the drive granger with a one-yard touchdown run and georgia state has jumped out early here in boise over utah state at the famous idaho potato bowl 7-0 back after this timeout 60 second break from boise you're listening to the georgia state football radio network it's that time of the season holiday shopping and for that special georgia state panther fan on your list this is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus, as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Where would the Panthers wear? Happy holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable.
1: Back here in Boise, Georgia State, out to the early 7-0 lead here at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl in Boise. Today's game broadcast presented by Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Center Park, a community-minded credit union. Well, a great way for Georgia State to start. You can't ask for a better start. Big play on the defensive side of the football and a nice, long, sustained drive orchestrated by uh, Darren Granger
2: and as coach Sean Elliott said yesterday in the press conference we're just going to go out there and fight we're just going to you know we're going to give everything we have we're going to play real hard I know we've got a few guys that are missing from our starting lineup but we're just that's the way we're built and they did that certainly didn't even need a measurement on that uh, fourth down attempt there by the Aggies and we get the ball back a nice play by Kadarius Thompson to keep it alive there on third down and then Jacari Carter with a big catch over the middle to keep it going, and Darren with uh, his legs from here on out. Nice first drive, and you've stopped him, as you mentioned, Dave, just a moment ago. Uh, Panthers looking really good here so far in the first quarter.
1: Hey, we did get a final in from Montgomery, the uh, Camellia Bowl. Northern Illinois, Harper held on to beat Arkansas State 21-19, so still a rough road for the Sunbelt Conference so far. I think 1-5 in bowl games so far. And Air
2: Force appears to be ahead 7-0 against James Madison. South Alabama plays a little bit later this afternoon. So uh, go Panthers, right? We're being the the leaders right now in Sunbelt outside of what Appalachian State did last week. So with the penalty that was added on, not to the extra point, but to the uh, kickoff here, the Panthers are going to kick off from the 20-yard line. Just like uh, a safety, and we had that late in the ballgame against Old Dominion just a couple weeks ago. But is going to have to get his foot into this one. Does have the wind at his back. Terrell, Terrell Vaughn
1: back deep along with Robert Briggs Jr. Braden McAllister. Again, we thought it was going to be Isaac Kone, the freshman from Decatur McAllister handling the kickoffs here in the bowl game. And from the 20, this'll be a line drive and it's gonna come right to Vaughn at the 21, up across the 25, 30, 35, 40. Running to the near sideline, Vaughn gets run out of bounds right at the 50 yard
2: line. Midfield and there is a flag that came in late. I'm not sure if it was a late hit, it's McAllister is actually the one. So not only do you get all that extra yardage because of the penalty after the touchdown, but if this is against the Panthers, the Aggies are going to have tremendous field position to start this drive.
1: By the way, going back to the Darren Granger touchdown. time warning
9: on the Georgia State bench. There's no yardage assessed at this time. It's only a warning. Time-out of the field.
1: So time-out, we'll take it here in just a minute. But that was Darren's ninth rushing touchdown of the season.
2: Well, and because Marcus Carroll is no longer with us, Darren was the leading rusher as of uh, the kickoff here since Marcus departed with his 1,300 yards. And Darren had over 600 on the year, and he gained about 50 on that particular drive. So great job uh, of Darren doing, uh, just adding to his stats, being one of the great quarterbacks Georgia State has ever had.
1: All right, media timeout here in Boise. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Back after this 60-second timeout, Georgia State leading Utah State 7-0 here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. <laughs> It's that time of the season, holiday shopping. And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list, this is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore, in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus, as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Wear what the Panthers wear. Happy Holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable
1: back here in boise the famous idaho potato bowl georgia state football on the radio network today brought to you in part by coke zero sugar and by ford more at ford.com well we have heard for years about the famous idaho potato bowl being played on the Albertson stadium blue turf and the panthers are here in boise today to play in the game
2: yeah and i think it's closer to our color of blue than it is the aggie we're more of a royal blue if you will and that's what in my opinion what the the field most resembles the navy blue of the aggies they're just navy blue and white i know they have a little bit of silver in their uniform but uh so the home field event and the guy that was at the hotel where we're staying said that the team that stays in the hotel where we're at has won the last three idaho potato bowls so we've got that going for us as well dave if you believe in all that superstitious stuff
1: 7 0 Georgia State leading it here in Boise. Again for the Panthers. A 10 play drive covering 68 yards. And the Georgia State defensive unit back out on the field.
2: Anthony Bloom at defensive tackle. Corey Warren is out there. Jordan Venziel. Amongst others, Justin Abraham in the middle. Those two will be uh, pretty much throughout the entirety of the game. Pretty big offensive line again. they're going against. We'll get some of the sizes of these guys. But uh, they're not hurt for big, tall country boys there at, Univers- at Utah State University. Aggies got some big, tall, heavy guys on their offensive line.
1: Well, just inside of that 30-yard return, Aggies with the football right at midfield. Quick pass out here on the flat. And it is caught. Here on the near sideline, it was number eight, Devon Booth. Normally a running back with the reception. And that'll be good for a six-yard pickup. Second down at four coming up now for the Aggies of Utah State. And they're going to go ahead and run the football up the middle with Levi Williams on a keeper, the quarterback. And he will plow straight ahead. He's out of Canyon Lake, Texas, 6'5", 230 a junior. And again, a transfer from Wyoming. To the big defensive end for Georgia State, Anthony Bloom, on the tackle. Brings up third down and about two yards. And now running back on a flare-out. Williams is going to tuck it, run. He picks up the first down. Again, big 6'5 quarterback, tough to bring down. He plows across the Georgia State, 35, down to the 34. A lot of pushing and shoving down below Harper. Justin Abraham, first in on the tackle that on that play for the Panthers.
8: Yeah,
2: that was pretty much a set play from the get-go. Williams is going to keep it. He ends up getting hit at the line of scrimmage but falls forward and ends up getting an extra couple yards. Ball's at the 35.
1: Williams in the air. Got a man. It's caught and a touchdown for Utah State. Jalen Royal went high in the air to pull it down, was wrapped up by the time they made the tackle and hit the turf. They were across the line into the end zone. 35-yard touchdown pass. And it's now a 7-6 ball game.
2: Well, the ball was underthrown. Excuse me, Royals had to wait for the ball. If he was going full speed, he would have probably caught it in the middle of the end zone. But the ball was underthrown. He had to stop, go up, and reach for it. 50-50 ball that he ends up pulling down against Gavin Pringle. And he falls into the end zone for the game-tying
1: touchdown here with the PAT. Elliott Nimrod on to attempt the PAT. Snap, ball is down, the kick is up, and it is good. And we are quickly tied at seven. Jalen Royals, third catch of the football game. He's got 71 receptions now on the season, and that was his 15th touchdown catch of the year. Georgia State, seven, and Utah State, seven. Drive stats coming up on the other side of this timeout. We're back to Boise in 60 seconds here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network.
3: Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
1: It's that time of the season, holiday shopping And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list This is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore In person or online Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus As well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts And athletics apparel from Under Armour Where would the Panthers wear Happy holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore Back here in Boise, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, now tied at 7-7, Georgia State and Utah State. Stations on our radio network, top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. From Boise, Idaho, you're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network.
7: This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State Football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville.
1: Well, the big return for the Aggies, Terrell Vaughn on the Braden McAllister kickoff set him up right at midfield at the 50-yard line. Harper took four plays, 50 yards in just a minute and 14 seconds for Levi Williams to find his number one receiver, Jalen Royals. Interestingly enough, Harper, a Powder Springs, Georgia kid out of Hillgrove High School and the Georgia Military Academy, he makes his third catch of the game,
2: 71st reception of the season, and his 15th touchdown catch of the year. Yeah, he's he's the real deal for them. He doesn't have as many catches as Terrell Vaughn does. He's about 10 short right now, but he's averaging 15 yards per reception. You mentioned the 14 touchdowns. He now has 15. Uh, Vaughn is second there. He's averaging 10.4 yards. So every time that Royals touches the ball, and this one was a 35-yarder, you're guaranteeing at least 15 And uh, that's tough to stop, and we had a difficult time there on that drive. That penalty, the low kick, the great field position to start, and then Williams getting that first down when they needed one. All big contributors there for the Aggies being able to tie the score at seven.
1: Elliot Nimrod, who just kicked the PAT, set to handle the kickoff here. Back deep for Georgia State. Is Talik Williams. 7-7 7-7 ball game here in the first quarter with 6.15 to play in the opening quarter. Booming kick that will land on the sea in Broncos in the end zone out our window to the right. And Darren Granger and Georgia State will start their second possession
2: from the 25 yard line. Yeah, the wind blowing from the north to the south. I didn't think he kicked it all that hard, but next thing you know, when that wind gets a piece of it, it's about five or six yards deep into the end zone. So Panthers will come out. Let's see what type of changes that Utah State's going to make. Their uh, starting defensive tackle, uh, Lahinga Goa uh, Sasui, he he was out there on that touchdown. So they're going with a backup there. Uh, Katua is his last name. Number nine. He's going to be playing on the uh, defensive line right now for the Aggies.
1: Snap. As Talik Williams goes in motion to Granger. And they're going to run it with Freddie Brock. Brock up across the 25-30, 35-40, cross 50, 45-40, near sideline. Freddie Brock, great run all the way down inside the 20-yard line. They're going to put him out at about the 17 or the 18-yard line. A great block up front, 60 yards unofficially. And Georgia State, big play on offense, knocking on the door. Wow.
2: Big hole along the right-hand side. You just push the defensive end down, and Freddie Brock finds it, gets to the middle of the field, and then along the Panther sideline for that huge game. Ball
1: on the 15-yard line. Low snap. Going to hand it off to Brock again. He'll spin inside the 15. He'll get dropped at about the 12. Three-yard pickup on the first down run there for Freddie Brock. Georgia State already. A couple of big plays. One on the defensive side that led to the first touchdown and a 60-yard run by Freddie Brock. The transfer from Maine at Georgia State knocking on the
2: door again here in Boise. Now he comes out of the ballgame right now. 82, Dorian Fleming, the tight end. He's in right now. Empty backfield.
1: Taliq Williams goes in motion, takes a quick toss at the 10 near sideline, tries to cut back up to the 5. He gets run
2: out of bounds at about the 6-yard line. Yeah, He's going to be a little short of the first down. Boy, Fleming had a nice block. There were two guys that he was asked to block that were out there in the slot along the left-hand side. Talik Williams, with the speed, takes that underneath handoff. It counts as a pass, and he gets the ball to about the 6. Empty backfield again, and you've got tight end. Um, Amon Green right next to the center, lined up as if he were a guard, but he's in the backfield.
1: Third down and about a yard. It's Darren Granger on the keeper. Going to run straight ahead inside the five. Granger on the run still. Did he
2: get in? Big pile. Did he get into the end zone? His waist is in the end zone, Dave. And he got up so quickly the officials aren't even there yet. That has to be a touchdown. Georgia State signaling touchdown, but I haven't seen it from the officials yet. Nope, they're putting it out the uh, just inside the one yard line. It's now the hat. Okay, the, the sideline judge is going yes. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to. Be, <laughs> they are conferring.
1: I mean, from our vantage point, it looked like Darren got in, but it was really hard. We're to the far right end of the stadium well, at about the twenty-five yard line.
2: Everything below his waist was on the blue turf, and his upper body was in the orange. They're not going to give it to him.
1: Officials in discussion right now, right at the goal line. Panthers right to left across your radio dial here in the first quarter.
9: The The runner's knee was down before crossing the goal line. Beyond the line to gain. First and goal, Georgia State.
1: All right. So the Panthers again knocking on the door after the big play. We're going to take a look at it on the big video board. And Granger... Ruled to be down, basically inside the
2: one-yard line. Well, he ends up almost parallel with the goal line, and he rolled in, but they're not going to give it to him. So we got three receivers to the right, along with the tight end. So four to the right. Now Are we calling time? I
9: think Sean wants to uh, discuss this. Timeout. Georgia State. They're first to the half.
1: Coach Elliott had run all the way down inside the 10 to let the official know he wanted a timeout. Yeah. Red Hat's not on the field, so this will be a 30-second timeout, I assume. And uh, Coach Elliott wants to make sure the Panthers know what they're going to do on this play, knocking on the door just inside
2: the one-yard line. Yeah, well, the good news, obviously, it's first down and goal. We need about two inches. Is really that's, that's I mean, there's a foot. And I guess the width of the foot is uh, the distance that they've got to go where there's an official standing over the ball to make sure it doesn't move.
1: And again, a makeshift uh, offensive line. Shakuma at the left tackle. Jonathan Brown at the left guard. Alec Johnson at center. Lamar Robinson, the right guard. Trevor Timmons has moved over to the right tackle position.
2: Yeah, you've got Fleming who's not in right at the moment. Yes, they are. They're both in there. Fleming, who hasn't played all year, now getting a chance to really start here. And he's lined up to the right-hand side. Amon Green is out on the field as well. He's on the left side in the slot position. I'm not sure if he's going to go into motion and kind of be a lead blocker from wide spacing there with the offensive line. First and goal for Georgia State. Snap coming up
1: here to Granger. Darren going to take the snap, going to get airborne, dive into the end zone. That's a Georgia State touchdown. A big leap there by the quarterback, Darren Granger, over the line. Big, big hole. Was able to dive in over a couple of the offensive linemen at Georgia State. Back on top here in Boise at the
2: Famous Idaho Potato Bowl, 13-7. Well, I think Walter Payton is a little more famous for diving. Darren takes off at the three-yard line, and he gets the ball across the end zone, and he did have a little bit of contact there at the goal line, but not enough to where the ball comes out of his hand or anything. He just falls very gently into the end zone for the go-ahead touchdown. His second of the day, Darren Granger with the PAT to come. Liam Rickman splits the uprights
1: on the point after attempt. Georgia State puts together a five-play drive, 75 yards, anchored by the 60-yard run by Freddie Brock. Next man up is what they said for the last two weeks. And boy, is Freddie Brock really taking advantage of the
2: opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Freddie with that big run right there just showed his speed. And I said at the beginning of the ballgame, one of the things that the Panthers have, I think their distinct advantage against the Aggies, is is we're not as big as they are, we're not as heavy as they are, but we can fly. And so far the weather hasn't been a factor. A lot of times when you're fast and you get cold, you slow down, and that to me would be a neutralizer. Uh, you A know, big guy doesn't have to slow down quite as much against this little speedy offense that we've got right now, but Panthers are able to go ahead. Uh, Early in the first quarter we still got plenty of time of course, but uh, nice drive There's three minutes and 57 seconds left to go here in the first We're gonna give the ball back to the Aggies
1: five play drive 75 yards time of the drive two minutes and 18 seconds Braden McAllister set to kick it away and again back deep Vaughn and Briggs
2: get a little air on this Braden get some air on this kick
1: from the 35 McAllister a side winding line drive. It'll bounce inside the 15-yard line. It will go out of bounds at about the 12, maybe the 13. Yeah, another, Free kick out of bounds. Another so miss 39 of
9: the kicking team. Yeah, the ball pe- be Penalty flag the there will give
2: them an extra 10, 10 yards, so they'll take over at the 35, will Utah State. Just keep the ball straight. Yeah, if you're going to kick it in a corner, don't go out of bounds. If you're not going to get any air on it, don't go out of bounds. I know, easier
1: said than done, He's right? You're going to kick
2: it long. Don't go out of bounds. You're going to kick it short, Dave? What you, what's my rule? Don't go out of bounds. Don't go out of bounds. Don't, kick, don't give him an extra 10 yards. Make him earn it.
1: All right, here comes Levi Williams leading the Aggie offense onto the field. Devon Booth, the 5'10 junior out of North Las Vegas, Nevada, in it running back. They stick two wideouts outs to the far side. Here's the snap pump fake he'll throw and it's going to be oh almost intercepted ronald cooper was right in the general area as was another another panther tyler dunlop got an arm up a hand up and deflected the ball
2: yeah he got a piece of the arm right there good job of getting around the right tackle is dunlop and he gets right in the face of williams as he's releasing the ball and deflects it it goes up in the air and falls right in between three Panthers. Josiah Robinson was right there as well. They're going to hand it off to
1: Booth. Booth got speed, 40, 45, 50. And he broke a tackle down the far sideline. He's going to score a touchdown. Unbelievable. Devon Booth broke a couple of tackles and motors down the far sideline, 65 yards for the touchdown. And it's now 14-13. Georgia State holding on to a one-point lead.
2: Well, talk about speed. It's important, but what is even more important is if you have a mismatch on the outside. There was one extra blocker versus one fewer defender there for the Panthers. Booth gets the ball, goes around the left tight end spot. Gets to about where the bottom of the numbers were and turns it upfield and then along the sideline about the 40-yard line. It's just his speed against everybody else's, and he was able to get into the end zone. Here's the PAT. It's good, so we got a tie ballgame. We're tied again at 14. You want the
1: drive stats on that one. How about two plays, two plays. 65 yards? They 20. score it 16
2: seconds. I was going to say 14, so I'm a little, you know, a little behind the times here, Dave.
1: Well, it goes back to what you said. If you're going to kick the ball, don't kick it out of bounds.
2: No, we've had two poor kicking uh, gives to the Aggies. First one was after a penalty and a low kick. They get the ball at the 50-yard line, and then on this drive, they get it at the 35. So a couple of special teams, things that are correctable, that's the good thing about it. You, You just kick the ball high and deep and... Even if it lands on the 2 or 3-yard line, or even at the 5, let your cover guys go out there and do what they do. Most teams take the 25-yard that you give them when there's a fair catch. And now you put a team back as far as you possibly can. Talik
1: Williams standing back at the 5-yard line.
2: So Nimrod's a left-footed kicker, and he's about ready to approach the ball here now.
1: Dorian Fleming, the short man at about the 15. It's going to sail over the head of Talik Williams in the end zone. The ball will come out to the 25.
2: and he, Nimrod ends up that ball six or seven yards that time. A little yeah. bit deeper than the first one. His leg's all warm. Now he's had a couple of kicks here in the last few minutes.
1: Nimrod, a junior out of Bentonville, Arkansas, really boomed that kick into the end zone.
2: Yeah. And here's one thing that might be advantageous. The Panthers going from right to left across your radio dial. The sun is setting, and there's a couple of clouds that are interfering right now. So looking back, if you're going to go deep, it's probably as advantageous as you could possibly get there for the Panther receivers. When you would normally look back and see a big bright sun there with the ball coming at you, you may not have to worry about that for the rest of the ball game. Empty backfield
1: from the 25. Lamarcus Brand yeah, is a wideout.
9: Offense number three, Gosh. five yard penalty, first down. That's that's
1: Darren's got hands in the air. Where's the penalty? What was the cause of the penalty?
2: The, the play clock, it, it went down to zero. That was a really quick twenty
1: five that was, that was 25 a, seconds. I, I was gonna gave. say
2: that was extremely quick. So the Sean ball- Elliott's over there just doing what he can to kind of get the yardage back, but we're not gonna get it. We're gonna be first and fifteen now from the twenty. Snap on first down,
1: and Granger going to throw on the run. He's got a man caught by Peter Kikwada, falling out of bounds, and they get the five back, plus
2: five. Yeah, there's a 10-yard reception. Peter gets his feet down. Great job. Nice catch. Falls out of bounds. Darren rolling out to his right. A lot of times that ball will get away from him, but Peter did a great job, even with the pro double tap with the toes. He picks up 10, now second and five. Sophomore transfer from Old Dominion. Amon
1: Green goes in motion. Granger going to keep it on the run. Up across the 30, up to the 35, 36, maybe up to the 37. Big pile there going to push Darren
2: backwards. But the good news is he picked up the first down. Gets the first down. Got hit by a couple of guys. Darren's been hit all year long. Thought a little bit. You brought up Old Dominion just a little while ago. Darren was a little beat up after that game. He was limping off the field. Asked if he was okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Just, you know, you get beat up during the course of a ball game. First down from the
1: 37-yard line. Snap, and they fake the handoff. Granger now going to look to go to the air. Easy throw, throw, dumps it off Amon Green, the tight end. Stiff arm going to get him across the 40 up to the 41. Did you see Big Amon Green with that forearm out,
2: blocking for himself to get that extra yard or two? He didn't get a penalty for reaching into the face mask of the defender because he was too busy pushing him away. Nice job there by the big tight end catching the ball turning up the field and just making the defender work as hard as he possibly can to try to force him out of bounds gain of four
1: second down at six ball at the georgia state 41 jakari carter goes in motion handoff is going to be kept here by granger 45 gets across the 50 45 40 35 30 and he gets his feet tripped up out from underneath him as he's coming across the 30 and just shy of the 25-yard line. Big run. Ike Larson saved what might have been a Darren Granger touchdown run with a shoestring tackle, and they're going to put the ball at the 27-yard line. About 33 or 34 yards there for Darren Granger. Great run by the quarterback for the Panthers. And here's the snap, and no, 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 the official no, no. was standing right there. I'm not sure where the miscommunication was
2: well we've done that all year long is where we try to get a double uh, the counts the on two.
9: substituted on the previous play and did not allow the defense to complete their substitution there is no foul okay we'll replay the down first down all right well there's the explanation
1: for that i think darren wasn't quite sure the official was yeah.
2: right there nobody was telling him no well again the heads lineman getting a head lineman is getting a earful from sean elliott and he's Furious. that's a free play and that could have been a touchdown for the Panthers you were going to go deep you get the team to jump on one the center snaps it even though they're off sides and then you get a free penalty and we were trying to go deep on the outside
1: three wide to the right side and it's gonna be a handoff to Freddie Brock Brock off right tackle inside the 25 maybe to the 24 and it will bring up Second down now for Georgia
2: State. Freddie just a different runner. He's not the same size as Marcus Carroll. He runs into right tackle, and instead of pushing forward, he ends up just getting his feet caught underneath him, and ends up having to fall there.
1: One fifteen to go here in the first quarter. Empty backfield again. They're going to go with five wide. Darren going to look to throw the football in traffic. He's going to roll out. Flag thrown, and Granger will just unload the football into the Utah State sideline as he's getting hit has to avoid the sack but the flag
2: thrown back at the 30 Ben Chukwuma number 67
9: holding offense number 67 10 yard penalty second down
2: Yeah,
1: Ben Chukwuma 6'6 redshirt senior out of Austell but came out of Campbell High School really with Travis Glover opting out Ben pressed
2: into a starter's role yeah Unfortunately, Ben just fell on a guy that was already down on the ground, and they called that a penalty. So it backs the ball up to the 35-yard line. It'd be second down and about 18. 104 to go. Talik Williams and Kadarius
1: Thompson. Wideouts to the right. Jacyus Cradle here to the near side. Panthers go with an empty backfield here on second down and 18 after the penalty. Ball game tied at 14 late here in the first corner. Snap to Darren, Granger now, two steps back Gonna throw over here to the near side It is caught by Cradle inside the 30 At about the 27 yard line But
2: well shy of that first down marker The Ball had a long way to go And ends up being short Kadarius has to really get underneath it With both his hands and his elbows Underneath that ball And he had nowhere to go once he made contact with it He was already going to the ground third
1: down at 10 really just got the penalty yardage back to the original line of scrimmage we're inside of 30 seconds to go here in the first quarter georgia state 14 utah state 14 here in the famous idaho potato bowl snap to granger darren looking in the pocket man across the middle caught at the 10 at the 5 touchdown georgia state to williams on a slant route from the far side of the field granger ever patient Found his receiver, made a great throw, and Talik Williams finished it off with a run to the end zone for the touchdown, 27 yards. Georgia State back on top
2: late here in the first quarter. Wow. Talik did a great job from the slot on the right side to get across to the middle of the field. He catches it in between the hash marks at about the 10 and just uses that speed to get to the pylon, which is in the corner. He gets hit right there where the pylon is, but he was already across the goal line and into the end zone. Panthers take the lead.
1: Liam Rickman on to attempt the PAT. Snap ball is down. The kick is up. It is good. And Georgia State with 15 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Back on top, 21-14. to
2: Dave, I'm not so sure that it's too early right now. I know we've been asked if we're available to do so to make a MVP. I know Darren Granger is up there for it, but how about the offensive line giving him so much time? He He's only had to go out of the pocket... Because he's a little uncomfortable staying in it, there's a, a clock inside of your head that says, "Okay, you got uh, about that one second. I got to get rid of the ball." And when there's nobody open, he leaves. He leaves the pocket, and he feels very comfortable doing that. But the offensive line, so far in the ball game, what a terrific job that they've done to give him extra time. And on that particular play, no pressure at all. He had all the time in the world to get his feet set and see Talik over the Williams and get the go-ahead touchdown for the Panthers.
1: Seven-play drive for Georgia State. 75 yards, time of the drive, 326. 21-14 now, Georgia State leading Utah State here at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. For Talik Williams, that's his sixth touchdown reception, 18th touchdown pass of the year for Darren Granger. He's got 18 touchdown passes and now 10 rushing touchdowns. It's been a great bowl game so far if you're Darren Granger. Brayden McAllister set to kick it away again. Again, back deep. Briggs and Vaughn. Robert Briggs, the sophomore from Belleville, Texas. And Terrell Vaughn, the senior wide receiver from Oxnard, California.
2: Reason for the delay is the ball keeps falling off the tee, so we're going to ask Marlon McClendon, defensive back, who's on coverage here for the Panthers here on the kickoff, he's just going to hold that ball by the tip to make sure that it doesn't fall over. Here you hear the referees blow the whistle. Play clock is in effect.
1: All right, so with the help of a holder, McAllister will kick it away with 15 seconds to play here in the first quarter. And that's going to be a booming kick that will land in the end zone about a Three or four feet inside the end zone. Ball will come out to the 25, again, with only 15 seconds remaining here in the opening yeah, quarter.
2: Much much improved kick there. We got the ball in the air. He drove it, like Dave said, and uh, it ended up about one or two yards, driving it into the wind. So uh, I, I think that maybe had a little bit of effect on the kicker, but for right now, he's not going to have to worry about it anymore. We got well, one or two plays here coming from Utah State, and then we're going to switch sides. So...
1: Sun had gone in behind the clouds briefly. It's back out now and it's shining right in the face of Levi Williams. And the Utah State Aggies. The snap, he bobbled it. Recovers, he's gonna throw off his back foot. Almost intercepted by Gavin Pringle. Boy, Gavin got a hand on it, his right hand, but he was so high in the air, he wasn't
2: able to pull it down. And utilize his second hand to secure the football well you're right this is the second time now that there's been a bobble on the snap here for the Aggies the center ends up getting it really high and as Dave mentioned that the Sun gets in the way so Levi does a great job of just being able to deflect the ball get it back I don't even think he had the laces but the pressure from the Panthers ends up forcing him to throw the ball sooner than what he felt comfortable with Devon Booth a correction Robert Briggs
1: Briggs in the open field 30-35 and he'll get dragged down just shy of the 40 and that will close out the 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 first quarter here in
2: boise what an opening first quarter here in the famous idaho potato bowl yeah absolutely a lot of great action offensively from each one of the teams and as we go here into the second quarter very fortunate the panthers have a seven point lead 21 14. they
1: sure do georgia state 21 utah state 14 Back with the second quarter from the famous Idaho Potato Bowl in Boise, Idaho. Coming up after this two-minute timeout here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's that time of the season, holiday shopping. And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list, this is a great time to visit the Georgia State University bookstore in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Wear what the Panthers wear. Happy Holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable.
6: Lusup Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale. More than just making the sale, we'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now, that's peace of mind right now at lusab kia incoming we have our largest inventory ever of telluride sportage seltos carnivals and the hot new ev6 we're excited to be a part of the community and this month we're offering an additional 500 for your trade so come visit your hometown kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at lusab kia incoming online at lusabkia.com
1: back here at the famous idaho potato bowl georgia state 21 utah state 14 and i can't tell you just how great it is to be back in a postseason bowl game after a season of a year ago for georgia state football just so happy for sean elliott the georgia state coaching staff darren granger the seniors on this football team I know the second half of the season, Harper, didn't go the way they would have liked. But but the first half sure did. Sure did. Yeah. That's why
2: we're here. Well, I'm glad that you're happy because if you're not happy, no one's happy. I'm only worried about Rick over here to my left. <laughs> Rick, Rick's going to agree with me. If you're not happy, Dave, then we're not happy. Rick has coffee. Rick is <laughs> yeah, fine with, that's true. with everything. If Rick, if Rick has a warm cup of brew, oh, my goodness. Now, all during that break. Maybe two seconds, but all of the rest of that break, Sean Elliott was visiting with Jeremy Valentine and William Stenke, the officials over there on the sideline. He gave him a little bit of an earful, and then he gave him a pat on the back and the shoulder. So I'm not sure exactly what he he ended up getting away with other than saying, look, you guys got to let us get that play taken care of. When we do double snap and we want to earn a free play, uh, you got to make sure you make the right call.
1: Robert Briggs, Jr. in the ballgame. It's going to be a keeper here by Levi Williams, the quarterback straight up the middle and behind the left guard. He's going to pick up a first down on the first play.
2: Yeah, they have found some things, some holes in our defense. I'll tell you what, if they kept the ball and uh, Briggs ended up getting that RPO, he would have gone for a first down as well.
1: Snap to Williams, fakes the handoff, rolls out, going to look to throw the football. He's got a good arm, and it's complete. Caught by Colby Bowman. Former Stanford Cardinal out of Orange, California. Right over on that far sideline.
2: 11-yard pickup there. He was looking right into the sun, so nice concentration there by Bowman. He had his feet set at about the 41-yard line. He was knocked right out of bounds as soon as he makes that catch.
1: Ball in the Georgia State 39-yard line. A lot of offense, to say the least, in this one. Briggs lines up just to the left of Levi Williams. Three wideouts here to the near side. And play action. Going to throw the football one-on-one coverage and it's incomplete and i'm looking around there's a late flag throw yeah. there it
2: is right there the intended receiver was terrell vaughn well ronald cooper just was spun around early in the route and didn't find the ball and it was going to be underthrown anyways that's a great shame about it but he ends up grabbing Passed the receiver
9: defense number 24 15-yard penalty automatic first down oh 15 yards oh. So they'll get the ball
2: now at the 24. First down again. So four plays, four consecutive first downs here. Last play of the first quarter and the first three cents. But uh, Cooper just had a tough time there with Terrell Vaughn there on that play. And unfortunately, it it gives them an extra 15 yards. And now they're at the 24-yard line with first down.
1: Sure are. Back in the ballgame, Rasul facing. They're starting running back out of Pottstown, Pennsylvania, 5'11", 200-pound junior. Averages 6.6 yards a carry. Williams chased out of the pocket, almost brought down, rolling out near side. He'll slide at the 25. They may have lost a yard
2: on the play. Well, we brought the house on that one, and I think the first guy to make contact was was Ty G. Leach coming on the blitz from the outside. He came in untouched and forced Williams out. And then also we had Henry Bryant there at the last minute. Good thing that the Panthers didn't get called for a penalty. It might have been a late hit, but unfortunately uh, we didn't get the sack back where we should have. But it ends up being a loss of about two or three.
1: And they're going to go ahead and fake the handoff. Williams going to keep it. He's going to get hit just shy of the 20. He got wrapped up by Jordan Venzial. Boy, Jordan just has a knack for always being where the ball is or one step away from the football.
2: Yeah, Jordan's the type of guy that just reads the play and gets where he needs to be. He comes out off the field right now. We had to call timeout there. Jordan was late, made a substitution, and the the officials didn't allow him time to get off the field. Georgia State.
9: 30 seconds. So a
1: 30-second timeout called by Georgia State head coach Sean Elliott. Still very early here in the second quarter. Georgia State 21, Utah State 14, 13, 10 to go in the second quarter. Rick just handed me a score. Over at the Birmingham Bowl, Birmingham, Alabama, Duke 17, Troy 10. Final score.
2: That's that's another Sunbelt loss. Right? Yes, right? yes it is. We're 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 uh, we're struggling as a conference, and I'm looking right now. Air Force is ahead of James Madison, 14 to 7. So, we one of but the few few bright spots here for the Sun Belt. But James Madison invented football. Well, and they're getting robbed because they didn't, uh, you know, they didn't go twelve and zero. Don't lose, and you won't have the same problem. Third down and nine,
1: and it's going to be uh, a snap here to Williams. Williams is going to get what his, a great
2: tackle. It sure was. Jeremiah Johnson with a nice solo tackle there. Williams ends up leaving the pocket. And finds a huge hole, but he makes a break to the sideline, over on the Aggie side. And Jeremiah Johnson has a fantastic tackle.
1: Another big play. It brings up fourth down and six. Ball at the 20-yard line, and they're going to bring on the field goal unit. Yeah. So here comes 89. Elliot Nimrod, 11 of 13 on field goals, and this will be about a 30. Eight. about a 37 or a 38-yard field goal. There's the snap. The kick is up. It's on its way. Hold it. It is going to be wide to the right. No good. And again, the defense comes up with a big play.
9: Timeout on the field.
1: Nimrod misses a 38 yard field goal. And that'll bring immediate timeout here in Boise at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Georgia State 21. Utah State 14. 12 24 to go. Second quarter here at Boise. We're back in 60 seconds here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's that time of the season, holiday shopping. And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list, this is a great time to visit the Georgia State University bookstore, in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus, as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Wear what the Panthers wear. Happy holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
8: This is
7: head coach Sean Elliott. Gainesville's home for Georgia State football is 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ.
1: 14-12-24 remaining here in the second quarter of the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Georgia State football on the radio network this afternoon. Brought to you in part by TicketSmarter.com, Northside Hospital, and Center Park Credit Union, a community-minded credit union.
2: Well, whatever they said on the sideline after those two touchdowns that they ended up giving up defensively, uh, they sure got some things straightened out a little bit. They gave up a couple of big plays, but first down, first down, first down. Four plays in a row, they get a first down. We kind of tightened down once they got inside the 30. They got inside the red zone, but were not able to convert. A missed field goal, a 37-yarder there by Nimrod, and the Panther defense comes up with a big stop when we need one.
1: Georgia State will take over with the ball on the the 20-yard line. And now Darren Granger in the offense, looking directly into the sun out on Radio Booth to the right.
2: So it'll be tougher on Darren here in the second quarter, but the receivers, absolutely no problem with it because they'll be looking back towards him and away from the sun. Peter Kikwada,
1: a wide-out far side, Rykum Laney and Jakari Carter over here on the near side. Freddie Brock in the backfield. Georgia State now left to right across the radio dial. Granger pitching it to Brock. 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Freddie Brock, 40, 35, 30. And Brock gets run out of bounds inside the 25-yard line.
2: Freddie Brock having a great first half for the Georgia State Panthers. Well, they there was no official even close. They're going to mark it at the 22. So that's going to be a 58-yard pickup now, his second huge play of the ball game. Darren Granger takes the snap and takes one step towards the defensive end and pitches the ball, all la what you would imagine in an old uh, single-wing option veer type of offense. He's done it all year long, but Freddie ends up with a huge block down there by Amon Green for the 58-yard pickup. They're going to hand it off to
1: Brock again. Great spin move. Harper, that's officially going to go as a 58-yard run for Freddie Brock to the 22-yard line.
2: Well, he picks up a yard here on first down. He's going to come out of the ballgame, it looks like. He's going to get replaced by... Rakeem Laney, a wide receiver. We're going to go with an empty backfield. We're going to have that diamond formation, Dave, that we've done before. Four receivers off to the left-hand side. The ball's in the middle of the field. We've got a tight end to the left as well, so it's a legal formation.
1: Empty backfield. Granger now going to take the snap, going to run with the football. Inside the 20, inside the 15, and brought down just shy of the 10-yard line. They're going to spot it at about the
2: 12. Darren ended up reading at the line of scrimmage, kind of waiting. He almost had his feet stopped. You used to tell me years ago when Trey Barnett, he's come on, get your feet moving. Well, you had to wait for the hole to open up, and Darren slants it back to the inside. Didn't get a great spot, but uh, we need a yard now, a full three feet to get the first down at the 12.
1: Tight end in motion, and Granger going to take the snap. Granger at the 10, cuts back to the middle to the 5. And he'll probably spot it at the six-yard line. He picks up the first down. And that first down marker was at the 12. There is a flag on the field.
2: (laughs) It's offensive lineman Jonathan Brown making a... Signal that you can't repeat on the radio. I'm not going to do it. We're going to see where the flag is. But, again, Amon Green with a great block on Jaden Francois, the linebacker, one of the team leaders. He had
9: 48 tackles Personal foul, unnecessary roughness, offense number 76. That 15-yard penalty will be penalized from the spot of the foul. Replay, third down. But do we get the first down? That's what we want to no, know. He, he said no, he replay, replay third, third
1: down. down.
2: He got the first down. I don't understand how you do that. Yeah. It was after the play was over when Jonathan ended up kind of celebrating a little bit about what he just did. I think
1: at Coach Elliott, again, talking to the official on the sideline, I think, trying to convey just that
2: thought. Well, and they did it from the spot of the foul, which was at about the five or six yard line. So we actually gain there it's third and ten or just about nine excuse me David. it's third and nine from
1: the 21 yard line empty backfield for Georgia State Laney the wide out here to the near side too wide to the left empty backfield snap to Granger try to draw them offside lost the football Granger will pick it up Granger gonna throw off his back foot and it's caught by Laney inside the ten he fumbled the football
2: and Utah State fell on top of it and he was not down yet, unfortunately. Well, Laney makes the catch at about the 7 or 8-yard line. He spins around and almost pitches it, but unfortunately pitches to nobody. He should have just
9: held on to the ball. He had the Four first down. midfield was a catch, followed by a fumble, recovered by Utah State. First and 10. First turnover
1: for Georgia State. And now Levi Williams and the Aggies. We'll come onto the field with 10 minutes to go here in the second
2: quarter. Well, wait a second. Are we going to challenge that?
1: Let's see what Coach Elliott decides to do Our here.
2: offense is looking like we're going to go. Now we're sending the defense out. All right, a little bit too late. So, unfortunately, the Panthers there with that turnover. They've moved the ball now twice. It was about the 6. They put it at the 7. Now it's at the 9-yard line. So they're going to take over at the 9. Will the Utah State Gaggies?
1: All right, so Levi Williams. See us in the backfield with him. Here's the snap, and they're going to go and hand a football off. And a couple of crunching hits. The last one made there by Jordan Venzial. Booth was on the carry there for the Aggies, and he was introduced to Jordan Venzial. He
2: loses one.
1: Second down at eleven. Williams off the back foot, got to throw it away. He was a foot into the end zone obviously staying away from a safety, and it's going to bring up third down and 11. Great pressure coming from Georgia State's defensive unit.
2: Yep, absolutely. Jonathan Abraham coming from the defensive right side, the offensive left, finds a hole, forces Williams out of the pocket. He's just got to throw it away. He has to get it past the line of scrimmage. He was still close enough in the pocket where he he would be considered to be. That might have been uh, uh, a delay of game right there. Third down and 11, ball at the 8-yard line couple of
1: wideouts to the far side, one wideout near side here for Levi Williams and the Aggies. Showing blitz. Yep. here comes pressure, and Williams is gonna step up in the pocket, make a throw, got a man, ah. caught for the first down. Wow. That's on the Bowman. reception of the far side, it was Colby Bowman, the junior from Orange, California, the former Stanford Cardinal, sets up right near the sideline, makes the catch and then gets drilled out of bounds, but they pick up the first down, up to the 22. They needed to get to the 19. Working right hash. Play action. Williams now looking. Doesn't have We're going a... Pick six! Pick six at the 20. On the interception for Georgia State, Ronald Cooper. Cooper, the star, gets the ball back for Georgia State with an interception.
2: Who was Williams trying to throw to? Well, he was going to try to go over to the sideline and... Cooper ends up stepping in front of it, does a great job at about the 30-yard line of picking the ball off, and he had one guy to beat. It looked like it was the tight end, and he wasn't able to get around him. Yep, number 83, the tight end. Uh, That's Josh Sertzer ends up pushing him out of bounds. They're marking the ball at the 10-yard line. So Panthers will take over with the momentum as well as the ball. And Ronald Cooper with a big step up, get in the way. 11th
1: interception by the Georgia State defensive unit on the season. Panthers take over, knocking on the door on the 10. And they're going to hand the football off to Brock. Freddie inside the 10, down to the 7. That'll be a 3-yard pickup now for Georgia State.
2: Freddie to get in a feel right now for, you know, <laughs> running in between the tackles. He's yep. been able to get outside. He's got 100-some-odd yards already.
1: They place the football at the 8-yard line. Brock in the backfield to the right of Granger. And they're going to hand it off to Brock. Brock at the 5. Broke a couple of tackles. Still on his feet falls forward to either the two or the three yard line no. who
2: is this no. freddie brock well he got hit at the line of scrimmage i said well we're done not never no he kept his feet moving and is able to get out of the grasp of the defensive lineman and into the secondary where the linebacker got him at the three forward progress gives it to him at the three. Third and goal now for the panthers brock only had six carries during
1: the regular season boy he's playing well here today and flags See, thrown I believe that'll be against Utah. No, oh, no, it's us. It's League us. Procedure? What's 70.
2: Five yard oh, penalty. That, Third down. So our center, Alec Johnson, ends up moving the ball while the two tight ends are transferring over from the right side, excuse me, from the left side to the right. And that'll back the ball up to the eight.
1: Talik Williams coming on the field now for Georgia State. Panthers... Orchestrating some substitutions here. They're going to go with an empty backfield. Harper's diamond formation, including Freddie Brock over here to the near side. Snap coming up here on third down and eight. Let's snap. And here's the throw to the end zone. What a catch! catch. Caught,
2: touchdown, Georgia State. No, they're saying he's out? you got to be oh, kidding me. We're out Ta- of the field is an incomplete You've got pass. to throw the flag touchdown. then. That's got to be pass interference. You can't even get your arms
1: up. Jacquiah's cradle held on to the football. But they wave it
9: off.
2: How on earth do you not call that? He's being dragged down. He catches the ball. He's in the bound. No, you get no way. We've got to challenge that. We've got to challenge that.
1: See if Coach Elliott issues a challenge.
2: Well, He's asking the coaches who are right next to us. He goes, come on. Barely not. We've it. got wow. the
1: field goal unit out on the field right now. Cade Loggins, the holder. Seth Glossier, the long snapper. Here's the... Snap for Liam Rickman. And I just heard a whistle.
9: Delay a game. Number 92, the kicking team. Five-yard penalty. Fourth down.
1: So another penalty assessed to Georgia State. Our eighth penalty here in the first half. They assess that to Liam. This will be a 31-yard field goal attempt here for Liam Rickman. Almost dead center in between the hash marks there's the snap ball is down kick is up on its way plenty of distance it is good for liam rickman the field goal is good for liam rickman and georgia state pushes its lead to 10 here in boise with 7:30 to go in the second quarter 24 to 14
2: I got to take a deep breath, (laughs) Dave. That was what a possession. That was huge play. You get the ball down where you need it to be. You're in the 22 yard range. Then you're down first and goal. You got the ball at the 10. Excuse me on this one. And at least you got three points out of it. You got the turnover, the interception. I thought we were in the end zone. A couple of penalties put you back. You get three, and uh, I'll take that right now. That's that's a that's a win.
1: 31 yard field goal for Liam Rickman. And we got a media timeout here in Boise with 7.5 to go in the second quarter. Again, 24-14, Georgia State leading Utah State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. We're back in 60 seconds from Boise. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's that time of the season, holiday shopping. And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list, this is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Wear would the Panthers wear. Happy Holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable
1: back here in Boise the famous Idaho Potato Bowl today's game here on the radio network presented by Center Park Credit Union proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Credit Union Stadium Center Park, a community-based
2: credit union coming in the ball game, 8 of 10 was Liam Rickman, that's his ninth field goal of the year at that 31 yarder his long on the season is 46, he's had one blocked but in the shorter range between 20-29, he's two for two. He now becomes six out of eight between 30 and 39 yards. He's one of one from the 40 to the 49 yard line. Four-play drive, minus
1: three yards. Time of the drive: one minute 32 seconds. Not often you have negative yards on a on a scoring drive. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, again. Uh, are great. you are you okay over there? I'm still upset that the touchdown and why we didn't challenge it. The worst-case scenario is you, you lose the timeout, but there's no way that Jaquias Cradle wasn't in. He got down now. His helmet and his shoulder hit, but his butt was down first. And when that goes down, you're down. You're in the end zone. He already made the catch, so it should have been a touchdown. We still get three out of it, but, uh, you know, it's not like you. If I'm, you know... If I'm not happy, you guys can still be happy. But, Dave, if you're not happy, then none of us are happy. Robert Briggs is
1: back deep for the Aggies, standing right at the five-yard line. Braden McAllister finally gets the football to stay on the tee without the, without assistance, and uh, he'll kick it away here for Georgia State.
2: And the good news is he doesn't have to kick the ball nearly as hard. Like, look at that. That ball went 11 yards. It went outside the, the back of the end zone.
1: Seven minutes, 30 seconds, remaining second quarter. Georgia State 24, Utah State 14 here in Boise. Sun has now peaked in behind the clouds, so little shady across the blue Smurf turf here at Boise State's Albertson Stadium. Red hats on the field. We'll take the timeout with them. Again, 24-14, Georgia State leading Utah State here at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Back in 60 seconds on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's that time of the season, holiday shopping. And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list, this is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore, in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus, as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Wear what the Panthers wear. Happy holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable.
1: Back here in Boise, our radio coverage here on the network of the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Glad you're with us this afternoon on our 50,000-watt flagship out of Atlanta, Georgia, 88.5 FM WRAS, also 97.5 FM Glory, WGTJ in Gainesville, Georgia, LowCountryRadio.com. Out of Savannah, Georgia, for those of you listening online, and of course a lot of folks now listen on their iphone or ipad via the gsu athletics mobile app wherever you're listening from great to have you here 129 yards on eight carries a gsu bowl record for rushing yards for freddie brock how
2: about that and we still have seven minutes to go in the second quarter a couple of big runs that freddie has and offense has just been phenomenal really has i mean where's that been all year we, we averaged 24 points a ball game we've got 24 here in the second quarter Already 311 total yards. I don't like the, well, they've only given us eight penalties. Evidently, they didn't count the last one that they called against us. I'm sure that coach will have a meeting with the team after this game is over to correct that problem.
1: Yardage averages coming into the bowl game for the regular season this year. 171 on average on the ground, 201 in the air, 372 total. As I said, we're already at 311 we still have seven and a half to go in the second quarter.
2: Yeah, so offense, again, doing a great job. Now, defense, they they had a couple of possessions where they give up some big plays, uh, but they've kind of figured things out. And, again, the speed, our ability to get into the backfield and force Williams to throw earlier than what he's comfortable with, that's uh, been one of the key factors here in the first half.
1: Here's the snap. Williams going to hand a football off. Rasul, face it, is going to. Come awfully close to picking up a first down. He's running to the far side of the field. It's gonna be a nine-yard pickup. He goes out at the 34-yard line.
2: Well, if there's one thing that they've done well here today, is they've been able to extend the ball to the outside towards the sideline and turn it up the field and gain some big yards.
1: Correction. It was an eight-yard pickup. Now he's gonna pick up the first down as he gets across the 35-yard line. A lot of pushing and shoving going on. Nice run there, though, again. On back-to-back carries by Rasul Faison, 5'11", junior out of Pottstown, Pennsylvania. He averages 6.6 yards every time he touches the
2: football. Yeah, he's, he's done a great job for Utah State. And once he gets to the outside, and it appears that that's what, an area of weakness for us right now. We've got three guys down on the line, so we're running basically a 3-4 defense.
1: And here's the snap. They're going to hand it off to Faison again. Off right tackle. Not a lot going there on first down from the 35-yard line. They had three wideouts over here to the near side, but it was a run play from the get-go for the Aggies. Yeah,
2: different, different call there. He wanted to go up the middle first, didn't like it. And Tylan Dunlop out at the less defensive end ends up making a nice stop there after a two-yard pickup.
1: Second down and eight now for Utah State out of the Mountain West Conference. They played here obviously many times before. Faison now going to shift to the left of Levi Williams.
2: And again, audible over there on the sideline. Ball at the
1: 37. Faison back now on the right side of his quarterback. Here's the snap. And they're going to hand him the football. Faison's got some room. Cuts back to the center of the field across the 40, up to about the 42-yard line. Although I think they're going to place it at the
2: 41. Faced and decided there at the very end. He goes to off left tackle and breaks it over the middle and is running almost parallel with the with the stripes, with the, with the solid lines, and instead of going up the field, and he ends up probably losing an extra yard or two on that one. That's very fortunate for the Panthers. They're sticking the ball between the 41 and the 42.
1: Vaughn and Bowman along with Royals. They got good wideouts. Here's Williams. He's got time, but the only throw is going to be over to Faison in the flat. And by the time he receives the football and turns upfield, hello, Jordan Venziel and Kevin Swin. Yeah,
2: Kevin did a great job of not rushing there on that one and kind of giving Williams a little bit of time. Faison in the backfield next to the quarterback at the snap just runs over to the flat by the time he catches it. Swint and Benzel are both there to make the play, a small pickup of maybe a full yard, and it forces the punt there by the Aggies. It'll bring on number 47, Ryan Marks,
1: out of Farmington, Utah. He's a freshman punter averaging 43 yards a punt. Jakari Carter is back deep for Georgia State, and he will catch that ball out of bounds inside the 15-yard line.
2: Corey had to run a country mile to be able to get that ball. Good job of just showing a nice flash of speed. But he catches it three or four yards out of bounds. We end up with the possession. It's not inside the 20. Well, I guess I'll give it to him inside the 20. Right there at the 20-yard line, Panthers will take over on the left hash. So here comes Darren
1: Granger in the Georgia State offense. A 24-14 lead. And the football now 4:37 37 to go here in the second quarter in Boise, Idaho. Sun comes right back out. It's right in Darren's face as the offense comes back on the field. Talik Williams goes in motion out of the far side. Here's the snap to Granger. They fake the handoff. The throw to Talik is caught just beyond the 20-yard line. He went out
2: at about the 22. Yeah, they don't even give him 22. So coming back to the ball, and he got a foot down coming back to the ball additionally. He probably caught it at the 23, but they're going to the mark it at the 21. So very minor pickup there. Just about a yard and maybe a foot additional for the Panthers here. Second down
9: and long.
1: Second down and about nine here for Georgia State. couple of wideouts outs here near side. They fake the handoff. Granger going to go down the field. Got a man, and it's going to be overthrown intended receiver was talik williams and he was motoring down field harper as fast as those legs would carry him keep
2: keep your memory banks open for that one right there two of the deeper defenders there for the aggies could not catch him ball was overthrown remember darren has the wind going behind him he just threw it as far as he can but because that additional tailwind that you have uh, the ball ends up about five yards ahead of talik i guarantee you we're going to try to throw that pass again not right now but sometime later in the game we're going to go deep Shikari Carter, a wide out, far side along with Talik Williams.
1: And a flag thrown. Another delay game on us.
9: Full start. Offense number
7: 67. 5
9: penalty, third down. That's going to be against the
1: tackle, Ben Chukwuma. So that'll back Georgia State up here. Four minutes, four seconds remaining, second quarter. A 10-point lead for the Panthers here at Boise. Well,
2: they marked the ball right there at the 16, so we lose about a half a yard there from the previous spot.
1: Snap to Granger. Play action. Darren in the pocket. Going to step up. Going to run the football. 15-20, 25-30. Got the first down across the 35. Great run by the Georgia State quarterback.
2: Wow, Darren does such a fine job of being able to pick his way through that pocket. They brought the blitz. There was an extra linebacker that came from the outside, and that really opened up the middle. Darren had to fake one guy out. That was number two, um, MJ Tafisi, and Tafisi had to guard Amon Green, so he had a bad decision that he made. Darren's able to take advantage of that 20-yard pickup all at the 36. Carter in motion from the 36. They're going to go to Brock. Brock at the 40, 45,
1: and he'll get run out of bounds. That's going to pick up, I believe, another Georgia State first down. Station's top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. From Boise, Idaho, you're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network.
7: This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State Football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. First down from the 48
1: pass. Just across the 50-yard line to Jakari Carter,
2: but thrown low. He made the catch. He made the catch and had to fall down to get it. If he keeps his feet, Dave, we're still talking about him running. Oh, my goodness. Good pass. We'll take the completion. Four or five yards, three yards on that one to the 49-yard line. We're in Aggie territory now. Just just across
1: the line in Aggie territory. Near hash for Darren Granger. He's got a couple of wideouts far side of the field. Carter in the slot. Brock now going to fade out in the flat. Granger in traffic. is going to get wrapped up and brought down back behind the midfield 50-yard line.
2: Well, that's the first time today that the Aggies were able to get to Darren Granger in the backfield where he had to not only just hold on to the ball to keep it from getting slapped out, but there was just nobody open down the field. So Darren ends up with the first sack today. He's Eddie. already picked up. How many yards rushing does Darren have? 108. So that'll back him up a little bit from that. But uh, 141 on the ground for Brock, 108 for Darren Granger. Ball's just outside the sticks. We need about 10 and a half yards.
1: Third and 11. Granger now looking. Got a throw. Got a man, and it's caught by Kadarius
2: Thompson. He holds on. That's a Georgia State first down. Nice deep enough route to get the first down. He broke it at about the 45. He gets to the 40 where he catches the ball. Tight coverage there, so Kadarius had to fight for that ball. It wasn't necessarily a 50-50 ball, but pretty doggone close. He's able to get the first down. The ball is just about in the middle of the field at the 39.
1: Snap to Darren in an empty backfield. He throws on a slant, caught by Talik Williams. No, up uh, by Freddie Brock, correction, and Brock across the 25, dragged down at the 20. Pickup of 16 yards. Now Talik and Brock head over to the far side of the field, where the Panthers are going to stick three wide. Trips to the left, Here's the snap to Darren Granger. Granger looking, throws to the near side, wide open, caught touchdown! Kadarius Thompson, 23 yards Georgia State now leading Utah State 30-14 to here in
2: Boise. Well, offensive line, I'm telling you, what a great job. When you rush four, you're not going to get any pressure at all. They drop seven guys back, and Kadarius Thompson finds that little hole. Really, Darren Granger finds it between the flat and the safety that's over the top in cover two and finds that gap right there at the pylon. He's able to catch the ball right there at the goal line, takes a step into the end zone for the touchdown that gives the Panthers a 30-14 lead with the PAT to come.
1: 19th touchdown pass thrown. The PAT by Rickman is good. 19 touchdown passes this year for Darren Granger, two here in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Second touchdown reception of the season for Kadarius Thompson with the PAT. At a minute 17 to go in the second quarter, Georgia State 31 Utah State 14. We're back in 60 seconds from Boise, Idaho. You're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's that time of the season, holiday shopping. And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list, this is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Wear what the Panthers wear. Happy holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable.
8: Services and the Ad Council.
1: 3114, Georgia State leading the famous Idaho Potato Bowl here in Boise, Idaho. Today's broadcast here on the radio network brought to you in part by Ticketsmarter.com, by Northside Hospital, and by Center Park Credit Union. The, the Georgia State Alumni Association, the alumni office offers a wide variety of programs to keep you in touch, informed, and involved online at alumni.gsu.edu. Also today by Lusab Kia, exit 14 on Georgia 400. Harper, 23-yard touchdown pass, Kadarius Thompson from Granger. Nine-play drive, 80 yards in three minutes and 20 seconds.
2: Yeah, so what a pitcher perfect drive, Dave, with the exception of that one penalty we had in the third play. Everything else just going so smoothly. Offensive line is protecting him well. He's He did get sacked, but everything else was just... First down, big play. Third down, conversion. They had two of them just there on that one. Offense is just looking spectacular though, so far. This is the most points we scored since Lafayette, right? Yes. And even before that. Goodness gracious. And then the defense getting the ball back the way that they have. Already. We, we should come to Boise more often. <laughs> this, this has been good to us so far.
1: Well, this is the third time that a Georgia State team has come to Boise. Previous two appearances were by Georgia State basketball. And those that have been around for a while, remember 2001, we were here for the NCAA tournament under Lefty Drizell. Georgia State upset Wisconsin in the first game, lost to Maryland in the second game. Of course, the prior time we were out here was just a regular in-season basketball tournament. But the last time certainly was memorable. Here's the kick from Brayton McAllister. High end over end kick. It'll sail over Terrell Vaughn's helmet. And the ball will come out to the 25 with 117 to go here in the second quarter.
2: Well, you can see a little bit of a rally over there on the Utah State Aggie sideline. A couple of the offensive guys clapping, and they've sent stop. A few four or five are going to come off the field, some of the backups. They're going to take the ball over at the 25-yard line on the left hash. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to run to the outside here at least a couple of times. But because of the time and the amount of timeouts, they're going to have to move the ball down the field quickly.
1: So from the 25 snap, Levi Williams. Williams rolling out to the far side. He'll throw. He's got a man over on the far side of the field. The pass is caught. It was Kyrese Rowan. And that'll be good for about a two-yard pickup. Second down and eight coming up. They're going to place the ball at the Utah State
2: 27-yard line.
9: First charge timeout. Utah State. Clock operator. At least set the game clock to one minute and six
2: seconds. Another great pass rush there by the Panthers to force Williams a little bit further. He was going to roll out to the right anyways. They had three receivers from the hash mark to the sideline along the right side. He was just going to try to pick one of those guys to get it to. But the pressure from the outside forces him to get rid of the ball a little bit quicker than we wanted to. And he ends up giving it to Rowan That is a two-yard pickup. I'll take that all day long if I'm the Panther defense. Air Force is ahead of James Madison in the second quarter now, 21-7. to See, I played against them in college. They're the Zoomies. I'm not going to say go Zoomies. You're never going to hear that from me. I'm never going to say that. However, you can say it if you want to. 106 to go here, second quarter.
1: Second down and eight from the 27. Snap to Levi Williams. Williams as he releases the football gets hit by Javon Dennis. where's that swence that hit him? Yeah. Was it Kevin? Yes. Tough to tell between the eight and the nine. Yeah, a little from this bit far away. A little sometimes. bit late and a little yeah. bit
2: low. And uh but he forced Williams again to throw it a little bit high over the middle of the field for a split second. I'm thinking, hey, we got a chance for a pick there sure love to get another one of those balls back but now third and long here for the aggies third down and eight
1: from the 27 yard line vaughn goes in motion to the far side three wideouts to the short side of the field bad snap bad snap williams is going to pick it throw it out of bounds off his back foot as he gets crunched into the blue turf here in boise and that's going to bring up fourth down. What a great way to get to fourth
2: down. <laughs> yeah. Well, not sure where the error was, whether the center snapped the ball early or Williams was just looking somewhere else. But obviously a miscommunication. Williams picks the ball up at about the five and is going in the wrong direction. Just throws it, heaves it out of bounds to avoid uh, any kind of a penalty or a bit worse having to have to turn over the ball at the two-yard line.
1: Ryan Marks will punt the football. Bad punt. Yep, not a great punt, but it's going to take somewhat of a Utah State bounce inside the 35. It'll go out at about the 33. And Georgia State will get the ball back with right at 45 seconds to
2: go here in quarter number two. Well, the biggest issue problem right now is how are we going to be able to stop the ball if we need to with only one timeout remaining. But you got 30 some odd seconds, and the good news is well, you got 45 right now, Dave. I'm sorry, the 45 seconds left to go. Panthers will take the ball over at the 32-yard line on the right hash.
1: Georgia State already 15 first downs here in the first half. 147 yards in the air, 249 on the ground. Total yards, 396 for Georgia State. And that's gonna be just the first half. Darren Granger. Out of the shotgun. Granger going to look. Makes a throw over here to the tight end. Amon Green goes out of bounds
2: at the 40-yard line. That's a nice play by Amon Green. Runs up the field about five or six yards from the slot on the right side. Just breaks it out to about the 36. Just a real two, three steps. Catches the ball and goes up and out of bounds at the 40. Stops the clock after picking up about
1: seven. 18th catch of the season for Amon Green. The Georgia State tight end. 39 seconds remaining. Granger. Ah, back in the pocket. Ah. He's going to go down. He got sacked back at the 30.
2: Well, they ran the same exact route here along the right-hand side. Naman was open very early, but Darren didn't want to give it to him. And unfortunately, he's going to take the sack. That puts him back at the 31-yard line. So it'll be third down and 11 here for the Panthers.
1: I knew we were going to have to say it. Hail
2: Motu Apuaka, the defensive tackle out of Honolulu. What was that? I'm sorry. I didn't hear the name again. Could you repeat it for me, Dave? No. All right. It'll bring up third down and twelve. Ball now placed back at the thirty. We're gonna call a timeout with about the clock's running. Yeah, I know, but we're gonna call timeout. The game clock and the play clock are about a second off. We're gonna call timeout right That's now.
9: That's the end of the first half. Oh, okay. We let it drink. All right.
1: Well they let it go. So Sean Elliott, Georgia State. Some big plays here in the first half. Darren Granger playing a fantastic football game in the first two quarters in Georgia State. Harper heads to the locker room here at Boise with a 31-14 lead over Utah State.
2: Very impressive first half. We stop their first possession on downs. And we get the ball back, and we score a touchdown, and it has been an offensive juggernaut ever since. Panthers have just been able to take advantage of a team that really, they, they give up a lot of points, Utah State does. But they score a lot as well, and we've been able to move the ball pretty much at will offensively and really made them struggle offensively. So a uh, very good first half for the Panthers and a good way to celebrate this bowl game thus far. All right,
1: stay with us. Our Panther halftime show from Boise State as the sun again sneaks behind the clouds here at Albertson Stadium with Georgia State leading at 31-14. Halftime show comes your way next after this two-minute timeout. From Boise, Idaho, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's that time of the season, holiday shopping. And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list, this is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus, as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour wear what the Panthers wear. Happy holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
1: Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million.
4: Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program.
1: Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. 97-5 Glory FM
0: It's time for the Panthers Halftime Report Live from the famous Idaho Potato Bowl Now, Dave Cohen
1: Alright, thank you very much, Jeff Back here in Boise, Idaho We're at halftime here at Albertson Stadium Of the famous Idaho Potato Bowl 31-14, Sean Elliott and Georgia State In the locker room here at the stadium with a lead over Utah State. And it was kind of last minute. I meant to go over to their suite before we went on the air and uh, totally skipped my mind. But, you know, we're out here. We're playing in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Who better to talk to in the first segment of our halftime show than Paul Saito with the Idaho Potato Commission. Appreciate you doing this at the last minute. Congratulations to you guys. Georgia State, from everything I can tell, has had a fantastic week here in Boise, and so far, knock on the counter here, Georgia State playing an outstanding football game. But thanks yeah. for putting on such a great event.
8: Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate uh, Georgia State and all the Georgia State fans and, and attending our uh, Idaho Potato Bowl, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl that's been going on for 27 years. And I just appreciate from the Georgia State people for bringing the nice weather up from uh, Georgia.
1: Well, you know, when we looked out the window at the Riverside Hotel last night here in Boise, Harper said we got a dusting of snow. I was a little bit worried about some of these Georgia kids playing in this kind of inclement weather. It was 37 degrees at kickoff, uh, but the sun has been in and out for most of the first half, uh, so the conditions obviously haven't affected Georgia State. They put 31 points up on the board uh, here in the first half. But tell me a little bit about when people think of Boise, Idaho, They think of the Blue Turf, and they think of Boise State. Absolutely. The Blue Turf is maybe the most famous thing about Boise. But tell me a little bit about from the Idaho Potato Commission, how you guys got involved in this bowl game.
8: Yes, we've been doing, like I said, we've been doing this for 27 years, partnership with ESPN. And it's, uh, you know, just to say thank you for our state and our community for supporting the uh, potato industry. The uh, Idaho Potato is undoubtedly the most famous potatoes in the world correct what makes them as famous as they are good water good soil great growers generations of uh, potato growers do they Uh, grow them
1: here in the general
8: boise area yeah in what
1: area of the state for people that are familiar with the state of idaho when you look on a map of the united states where in idaho is our potatoes you know grown Yeah.
8: The best conditions. Yeah, they call it the smile of uh, southern Idaho. Yeah. So the Snake River runs through the southern part of the state and makes the smile across the southern part. So from the west end of uh, southern Idaho all the way over to eastern Idaho. And and I'm located in south-central Idaho. And uh, my company is uh, McCain Foods, and we're the uh, largest producers of French fries in the world. Um, Our founding fathers are from Canada, but they they, uh, put a factory here, they purchased a factory here back in uh, 1997. And so uh, our founding fathers followed Ray Kroc around the world with uh, McDonald's.
1: So every time I go into a fast food joint, whether I'm in Atlanta, whether I'm in any state in the country now, from now on, I'm going to have a visual, Rick, and Rick's over to my left. I'm going to have a visual of Paul Saito of the Idaho Potato Commission you're the guy who's mostly responsible or involved in the responsibility of getting French fries across the United yeah. States.
8: Yeah, so there's uh, uh, our company and two other companies you see out on the field. You see the, the sign Simplot. Yep. And uh, they're one of our, our uh, friends across the street, and uh, Lamb Weston is the other producer here in in the valley, the the state that produces french fries, along with McCain Foods. Well, you know, we yeah. had a
1: baked potato here in the press box. That yes. was our pre-game, pre-going-on-the-air meal. It was fantastic. Maybe the yes. best. I, I'm going to say this because you're sitting here. Maybe the best baked potato that Rick and I and Harper have ever had in our entire lives. That's
8: that's the other part of the segment of the industry. That's you know, what the you fresh wanted to pack hear, right? Is uh, the fresh fresh pack business and the Deh business is also very integral part of our our uh, potato industry here and and uh, we we have a lot of packing sheds across southern idaho to do you know they're the best in the world at packing fresh potatoes as well
1: you know the interesting thing is as you look
8: across the landscape of
1: college football this time of the year there are a lot of interesting bowl sponsors but famous idaho potato is one that that resonates across the country because who doesn't eat french fries at some point during their day or their week or their month or whatever
8: that's right and you got to eat more of them
1: so how did <laughs> and before we let you go so it's been a it sounds like from a famous idaho potato standpoint this has been a great marriage between the industry and espn and college football to put this bowl on it's actually been a pretty good crowd here today for a team yeah. from atlanta georgia and again a team from basically i say right down the road in uh, ogd in um, Uh, Utah, Logan, Utah, Um, but it seems like this has been a great marriage with regards to putting this bowl game on.
8: Absolutely. We really appreciate ESPN and and the partnership that we've done, and uh, uh, it's just been a lot of fun, and, you know, Utah State is a land-grant school, and so they... You know, they're called the Aggies. And so I have quite a few growers that have graduated from Utah State that uh, were part of the agronomy or the agribusiness management program there at Utah State.
1: Did you graduate from a Utah-based university? No, I
8: actually uh, graduated from Oregon State. Oh. I, <laughs> I uh, actually uh, uh, grew up on the Oregon side, and but I, I uh, went to a Weezer uh, Idaho High School and, and so I could have went to uh, University of Idaho or Oregon State but since my whole family went to Oregon State I ended up I ended up being a beaver and everybody gets that confused they always ask me if I'm a duck but that's University of Nike so I, I was an Oregon State beaver, and our, our coach left Michigan State.
1: <laughs> yep. Well, this time of the year, you're a potato whether you like it or not. That's right. Around this bowl game. Paul, I appreciate it. I just ran into y'all's booth. I meant to go in there before we went on the air, and uh, you were so kind and gracious to come over here and join us yeah. and tell us a little bit about it. We appreciate it. The hospitality has yeah. been great. And uh, hopefully Georgia State plays as well in the second half as they did in the first half. You know,
8: I want to make a shout-out to my cousin Steve Sacco. And his his son, Stephen Jr., graduated from Georgia State. Really? Yes. So I have a connection to Georgia State. So you're a Panther for the day as well. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. At At least a percentage. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, we appreciate it. All right. And enjoy the rest of the game, and thanks for coming on with us. You too, and thank you for coming to to Boise and Idaho.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we have enjoyed our trip, and let's hope we play a good second half and enjoy it even more.
8: All right, thank you. All right,
1: thank you very much. That's Paul Saito with the Idaho Potato Commission. Again, appreciate him jumping on at the last minute uh, here on our halftime show, telling us a little bit about the connection between the famous Idaho Potato ESPN and college football. They have put on a fantastic event uh, for Georgia State and Utah State since we've arrived in Boise. Our halftime show continues. Harper's back with a look at stats in the first half. We'll run down our college bowl scoreboard. A couple of other bowl games have gone final uh, involving the Sunbelt Conference. But right here, 31-14, Georgia State leading Utah State. And we're back with more after this timeout. Two-minute break here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network it's that time of the season holiday shopping and for that special georgia state panther fan on your list this is a great time to visit the georgia state university bookstore in person or online locations on the downtown atlanta campus as well as alpharetta decatur and dunwoody featuring the best selection of georgia state gifts and athletics apparel from under armor wear what the panthers wear happy holidays from the georgia state university bookstore
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable.
6: Lusup Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership what does it mean to be a hometown dealership we believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations it means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before during and after the sale more than just making the sale we'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area at Lusab Kia incoming we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year 100,000 mile warranty now that That's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community. And this month, we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming, online at LusabKia.com.
2: Well, let's look at some of the stats here. Coming back here, first half, where Georgia State is leading Utah State, it's 31-14. Total yards, Georgia State had 395 in the first half. Utah State had 221. Through the air, Utah State had 92. They had 129. They had two penalties for 20 yards they had 11 first downs they were three for seven on third downs 0 for one on fourth they ran a total of 32 plays and they averaged 6.9 yards per play in the red zone they were for 0 for one and 11 minutes and 41 seconds in terms of the time of possession they had one turnover the ball hit the ground three separate times but they only lost it once they had three sacks that they gave up and five tackles for loss Levi Williams, our quarterback, was 9 of 16 for 92 yards. He did have one touchdown. He has one interception. His completion percentage is 56, and his quarterback rating was a 112. Leading rusher is number 6, Davon Booth. He had two attempts for 64 yards and a touchdown, the long being that 65-yarder, so his only other carry was for a loss of one. Face on, excuse me, Rashul Faison, their running back, had seven carries for 27 yards. Levi Williams, the quarterback, had six carries for 25 yards, and Briggs Robert Briggs ended up with one carry for 13 yards, so a total of 16 carries, 129 yards, one touchdown on the ground. Their leading receiver was number one, Jalen Royals. He had three for 57 yards. One of those was that touchdown that he had there in the second quarter. Uh, uh, Cooper Bowman ended up with two receptions for 25 yards, Rashawn Faison, we mentioned him a little bit earlier. He also had two catches for a total of two yards there. A total now for Utah State, the Aggies, was nine receptions, 92 yards. And again, I mentioned a little bit earlier, they had one touchdown. Now for the good guys, let's look at Georgia State. A total of 395 yards in the first half. I laugh because just we haven't had that in a couple of games. And we've uh, still got 30 minutes left to go here in the ballgame. Darren Granger had 155 yards in the air. We had 240 on the ground. Nine penalties, so that's going to get Coach Elliott a little upset right there. Nine penalties for a total of 90 yards. We had 15 first downs. We were 5 of 8 on third downs. We had no fourth down conversion attempts. Total of 41 plays. We held the ball for 18 minutes and 19 seconds. We were 3 for 4 in the red zone, so everything going our way. We had one fumble. Uh, that we lost out of three times having the ball on the ground. Darren Granger was uh, sacked uh, three times there in the first half. But let's look a little bit. at Darren was 15 for 17, 155 yards, two touchdowns, no interception. His completion percentage is 88. That's uh, off the charts right now. That's uh, by by far the best that he's had all season, and that's, again, in only a first half. Brady Brock was nine carries for 141 yards. He didn't get the ball in the end zone, but as long as a 60-yarder, he also had a 58-yarder. He's averaging 15.7 yards per carry. Darren Granger is the only one else who ended up carrying the ball. He had 15 attempts for 99 yards. He had two touchdowns. Both of those were less than a yard. Canarius Thompson was the leading receiver. Three for 53 yards. He had a touchdown. Uh, Talik Williams had three for 34 yards, one of those being a touchdown as well. Freddie Brock had two receptions for 15 yards. Amon Green had two for 12 yards. Jalen Carter had two for 11 yards. Uh, Laney ended up one for 12. Uh, Peter Kikwada had one for eight. And Jekaius Cradle had one for eight, but he should have had a second. I'm still saying right now that he should have, well, we probably should have challenged that. Uh, It ended up being an incompletion, but uh, we should have challenged. Anyways, 15 receptions, 155 yards, two touchdowns through the air right now, and the most important stat, the one that matters most is the score. It's 31-14.
1: All right, Harper, appreciate it. A couple of finals in from uh, two of the earlier bowl games involving the Sunbelt Conference. Uh, The 76 Birmingham Bowl, Duke, wins their eighth game of the year as uh, they beat Troy 17-10. Troy will finish up. The 2023 campaign at 11 and 3, and uh, of course, Sun Belt Conference champions uh, out of Troy, Alabama. The other final in from the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery, where Georgia State last won a bowl game uh, two years ago. Northern Illinois uh, holds off Arkansas State in a back and forth football game. Final score there Northern Illinois 21, Arkansas State 19. Arkansas State will finish. At six and seven. Right here, as Harper said, 31-14 Georgia State leading Utah State second half coming up from Boise, Idaho, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, after this timeout two-minute break here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The alumni office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million.
4: Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU CARES Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program.
1: Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, The Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the alumni office at 404-413-2190.
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable.
1: It's that time of the season, holiday shopping And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list This is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore In person or online Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus As well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts And athletics apparel from Under Armour Wear what the Panthers wear Happy holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore Dave Cohen along with Harper LaBelle, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker. Glad you're with us here from Boise, Idaho, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. And Harper's second half just about to get underway. I don't need to tell you we got to play a second half of football.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And I think the great thing about it right now is that we're going to take the wind at our back in the fourth quarter. We're going to go into the wind here for the third, just like we did in the first quarter. Uh, and But we'll have it at our back there in the fourth. I always prefer to have it at my back when I need it. If there's a field goal late in the ball game, that would be able to assist you. But uh, a lot of coaches may a- agree very little with me and decide differently. But here we go for the second half. All right, Panthers
1: again won the toss and deferred. So fair catch. Signal for it. It bounced off the chest piece of Georgia State's Talik Williams. And there's a foot race for a loose football. Did you see that ball ricochet off his passed. pads?
2: Yeah, you couldn't have asked for a, a better opportunity here to get you right back in the ball game. There were two Aggies that ended up, up sliding past the ball. Thank goodness the Panthers recovered. Oh, goodness gracious. So Talik just waves his hands up in the air, and it hits in between his face mask and the shoulder pads and bounces right forward. I mean... It couldn't have gone any f- straighter forward right at north and south. So the Panthers will take over at the 10-yard line here, first and 10 to start the third quarter.
1: Panther fans, breathe a sigh of relief on that opening kick. Wow. Wow. The Panthers recovered, and it's at the 10. Here's the snap. They're going to hand it off to Brock. Uh, they fake the hand off to Brock. They're going to be a pass out in the flat to Jakari Carter. Carter avoids the first oncoming tackler, Simeon Harris, and gets a few extra yards after the catch. And that ball will be up at the 16-yard line. That'll be a six-yard pickup, second down at four, coming up here for Georgia State. Brock lines up in the backfield. And they're going to hand him the football off-right tackle. And he won't make it to the 20-yard line. As a matter of fact, he maybe got a yard, possibly two on that run play. A lot of whistles, flag thrown.
9: Illegal formation. Offense number 67 lined up in the backfield. Five-yard penalty. Second down.
1: Wow! Again, that's uh, 67. Ben Chukwuma. Game
9: clock to 14 minutes and 27 seconds. Big shoes to fill with
1: the absence of Travis
2: Glover. Yeah, that five-yard penalty will knock the ball back. I didn't think that uh, Ja'Kari Carter got a good spot. I thought he made it at least, he, his feet were out of bounds at the 17. He moved the ball forward.
9: Clock operator, please set the game clock. Obviously. So 14 the, minutes and 27 seconds. Obviously the 14, official didn't agree minutes. with me.
2: So now the ball's back at the 11-yard line with the penalty. Panthers will be at a second and nine here. Diamond formation here the near sideline, Dave. Empty backfield.
1: Granger out of the Shotgun. And Granger looking for a gap, opened up by the offensive line, decides to run off right tackle, and picks up a couple. It'll bring up third down now for Georgia State. It's a third and eight with the ball placed at the 11-yard line. I'm on Green, Jakari Carter, wideouts over on the far side. They got a triangle with Kadarius Thompson over there to the right. Two wideouts over here to the near side, empty backfield for Georgia State. Coming with the blitz. Pressure coming, and Granger is going down. Granger's going down, he got sacked, and that's going to bring up
2: fourth down. Forward progress to me would be about uh, just outside the five yard line. He got dragged into the end zone. They won't give him a safety, so they're going to put the ball at the seven. Harper, we do not need that momentum to
1: shift from this side to that side.
2: Yeah, well, they're going to give a short field here, and you're punting into the wind. Yep. So watch for a block. They might come at you hard. I'm thinking they will. Yep, absolutely. They've got eight guys in the box right now attempting to rush.
1: on Steele as Cade Loggins is going to punt the football. It's going to be an end-over-end punt, and it's going to bounce at the 35 up across the 40. And the Panthers will down the football right at, and I mean right on, the 50-yard line.
2: In the middle of the field, too. It's right there in the middle of that spud. Yep. And so Utah State will take over with the best field position they've had since their second drive.
1: Yep, they're going to get it right at the 50-yard line. First and 10 coming up with 12.58
2: to go here in the third quarter. they, They had a short field after we scored our first touchdown darren was uh, guilty of celebrating and got a 15-yard penalty we kicked the ball out of that out of bounds they ended up getting it right at the 50-yard line and four plays later they scored their first touchdown let's hope they get a different result this time all
1: right levi williams out of the shotgun screen pass far side of the field caught by terrell vaughn vaughn picks up a first down and gets run out of bounds by justin abraham Big play there by the Georgia State middle linebacker, but a first down for Utah State in a short field, starting from right at midfield here on their first offensive possession here in the second half. Williams now looking, got time, going to run, and he will get crunched just shy of the 30-yard line, but he'll pick up two or three yards. And they're going to place it back at the
2: 34. Is it Javon Dennis It ends up getting him from behind? Yep. Short pickup there.
1: Rasul Faison starting out this series at running back. Two to the left, two to the right here for Levi Williams, the junior out of Canyon Lake, Texas. Here's the snap. They're going to go and run the football with Faison. He'll try to run off right tackle.
2: He'll get tripped up and not reach the 30-yard line. Boy, nice job by Ronald Cooper from a safety position to get across the line of scrimmage and get a shoulder in to drop Faison down. A pickup of two, but that could have been a lot bigger. More damage that was not done because Cooper's Very alert play to get across the line of scrimmage. Ball at the
1: 32, third down and
2: eight here for Levi Williams and the Aggies. And Williams
1: is going to get dragged down, trying to run off left tackle when the pocket started to collapse. Justin Abraham again gets in there, gets a hold, and doesn't let
2: go. Justin there with a late blitz. When the ball was snapped, he was still five yards away from where the football was and at the snap of the ball he goes up great job by everybody else that's on the defensive line including anthony bloom to condense the pocket make it real small they're going to go for it on fourth down fourth and
1: ten ball at the 34-yard line georgia state territory and williams can really sling that football around corners and safeties for the Panthers have got to be ready as well as the star ronald cooper Faison stays in the ball game. lines up just to the left. and oh, delay, game. delay
9: game. Offense number 16. All right, 100. we finally got one.
1: Yep, that'll be assessed to the quarterback, Levi
2: Williams. So that backs the ball. Now with the wind, I don't think that's going to be as much of an issue. They're going from the 34 to the 39, so it'll be about a 56-yard field goal if they're going to go for one.
1: Well, let's see if they... or are they gonna no, they're, gonna, they're gonna punt the wow. football. They're not going for that. Jakari Carter trot, trotting out of the Georgia State sideline. He's gonna line up right there at the ten yard line. On to punt the football is Ryan Marks, the freshman from Farmington, Utah. There's the snap. And he kicks it.
2: yeah, he just kicks it too far. He's sure does. It's yeah. gonna
1: land in the end zone. It's gonna come out to the twenty five for Darren Granger in Georgia State.
2: Well that's a great field possession win there for the Panthers. Sure was. They start at the 50-yard line. You give up maybe a total of 11 yards, including that penalty, and uh, you get the ball back at the 20, so no harm done. Yep.
1: All right, media timeout. Red hat on the field here at Albertson Stadium in Boise, Idaho. Lights have come on here as the sun again has dipped behind the clouds. Georgia State 31, Utah State 14. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl from Boise. We're back in 60 seconds here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network it's that time of the season holiday shopping and for that special georgia state panther fan on your list this is a great time to visit the georgia state university bookstore in person or online locations on the downtown Atlanta campus as well as alpharetta decatur and dunwoody featuring the best selection of georgia state gifts and athletics apparel from under armor where would the panthers wear happy holidays from the georgia state university bookstore
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable.
1: Back here in Boise. We're at Boise State University here for the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. It's been a fantastic week so far for Georgia State, the entire football traveling party right now leading at 31-14. Today's game presented by Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Credit Union Stadium.
2: Dave, when you had that interview, which was a great interview, by the way, and at the last second we were able to get Paul. Now, what's, what was his last name? Paul date? Saito. Saito. From the Ido- talk- Idaho Potato Commission. Yeah, there's a whole commission that says let's eat more potatoes. <laughs> now, what's wrong with au gratin or uh, mashed, double, or double baked? you got, you got all these other different types of potatoes. Chips. You didn't talk at all about chips with that guy.
1: We didn't talk about hash browns either. Know, we may be eating those later on when we get back to we, Atlanta. Yeah,
2: or maybe be. I wonder if they taste better here. You know what? I'm never going to be
1: able to eat a potato of any kind and not see Paul in my mind.
2: Well, that's that's your problem. Yeah, you, you've got to you got to work that out with you and your counselor. But uh, goodness gracious, yeah, they like the potatoes out here in, uh and in huckleberries. I found that huckleberries are very popular here certain time of the year that the huckleberries grow and uh they like them as well as their potatoes here all right panthers let's go offense come on we need to get some more yards and some more points all
1: right so georgia state takes over leading 31-14 and the panthers have got the football first and 10 at their own 20-yard line by the way i would have figured we would have seen the temperature drop my phone says it's 38 degrees. That's up a degree from yeah, when from we kicked kickoff, off at 37. Yeah. And who would have thunk it? All right, with Brock to his right, Granger out of the shotgun near hash. Here's the snap, the first play. Granger, option pitch, Brock, cuts in a dime, cuts back to the center of the field, still able to pick up some yards, and he gets hit and dragged down from behind by the Aggies, MJ DeFese out of West Jordan, Utah. He's a former University of Washington Husky. But playing right there in the middle, and that time he had to come back, play the other way, and get Freddie Brock from behind around the waist. Yeah. Still picked up two yard, uh,
2: three yards, second down and seven. Tui Tuiaki ends up uh, coming off the field. He's a defensive tackle. He ended up being a part of that tackle, but I think he twisted his knee up a little bit. He was a little slow to get off the field, but he's fine now.
1: Second down and seven. Granger broke a tackle. Now he's going to tuck and run up across the 20. 25 and he'll go out at the 29-yard line. Do
2: they give him the, come on now, oh, oh we're he's, fighting, no, are you
1: kidding me? He's just, no, really, he is just short yeah. by about the length of the football, as they would say.
2: Now, yeah, Sean Elliott was right there with the linesman, trying to make sure that he got across the 30-yard line. They mark it just shy of the 30, as Dave said, just about a length of a football. So it'll be third and very short here for the Panthers. Nice job there, of Darren, keeping his feet and again his speed were a lot faster than some of these defenders hold on a second we got a couple of substitutions aggies have 12 guys on the field yeah, utah state now are we going to call timeout yeah sean elliott's
9: going to use the time timeout georgia state 30 seconds, 30 seconds.
2: The, the center judge has to get out of the way in order for us to snap but if their guys are still on the field That that should be a charge timeout to us. I know it is. I get it. But they they had two guys that weren't even outside of the hash marks, that weren't going to be able. They they weren't going to get off the field in time. But we had two seconds on the play clock.
1: So the Panthers will burn a 30 second timeout. Leading 31 to 14 here in the third quarter with nine minutes and 19 seconds. Remaining here in the third, Freddie Brock stays in the ball game. Again, Jalen Foster and Terry Burden Jr., both available to run the football if needed today. Snap coming up on third down in less than a yard. Brock now shifts to the left of Darren. They're going to hand it to Freddie. Freddie's going to get that first down and a whole bunch more as he barrels across the 30 up to the 34-yard line. He has been very, very impressive today.
2: Well, good job there by... The two tight ends that went from the right side to the left side, and nobody moved on Utah State's defense. So you automatically know that it's a zone. They're just playing a specific alignment, and we were able to take advantage of that. The offensive line, with a terrific push, gets it to the 34.
1: Williams, Cradle, and Talik Williams. And Granger broke a tackle, 40, and he gets hit as he comes across the 40. To trying to say Kadarius Thompson. Those were the three wideouts to the far side of the field yeah. but Darren Granger on that run almost picks up another first down. He was two yards short. It's second down and a
2: couple to go. Well, he had one of his offensive linemen in front, in front of him and there were two defenders and so we couldn't get them both and he ends up making DeFese move and miss the block. Or Granger, miss the tackle. empty backfield.
1: Ah. Darren's going to get sacked just inside the 35-yard line at the 34. Paul Fitzgerald
2: the defensive end. Sixth sack of the year for Paul. He had five coming into the ball game. One of their leaders. They got two players that have five sacks. The other is Blaine Spires.
1: Fitzgerald, 6'3", 240, a freshman from Idaho Falls. And now the Panthers facing a third and nine from the 35-yard line. Granger draws them offside. Free play He's going to throw that football down the sideline, up
9: and oh, what was a, a
2: catch caught by Kadarius thompson they're gonna give it to him and he holds on oh wait a second one of the the, the, the female official says no he was out of bounds and the other the two of them are gonna have a little discussion yep got a powwow going on there inside the 40 well Kadarius is 6-4 and he reached way over his helmet he catches the ball at the highest point and you only have to have one foot in now you got three officials the referee has come over to join the other two
1: the and last... great. we're watching. I'm watching it. Rick just pointed up to the big, the big board. Nobody moved on either side of the line when we said free play. Look at everybody standing there.
9: Granger oh, throws out. the football. Defense number fifty-two. That's a five-yard penalty. The ruling on the field is an incomplete pass. It's oh. a third down.
2: They showed the replay. Even the folks up in the stands are going, "Yeah, they made the catch." Yeah. All right, so the best
9: play is under further review. Okay,
2: let's review it, please. So an official's timeout. I mean, especially when you have Mike, uh, in my opinion, Dave, is you've got the two officials that can't agree. All right, we'll send it upstairs.
1: Well, your referee, Jeremy Valentine, heading down inside the 15-yard line just below us there to put on the headset. And
2: now they have video. Sunbelt doesn't always have video. Yeah. This this game here, I'm not sure if the uh, Mount West has it. Okay, so watch
1: it. He just made the catch. The right foot came down.
2: Yep, inbounds. Inbounds. And the left foot is out of bounds. And the ball does not move. It It, it, it isn't adjusted. He catches it the whole way. Yep, never. Now yep. he has to bring it down quickly for his balance. He doesn't fall down. That's a catch.
1: Yeah, it sure and the is. The ball
2: should be right about at the 40-yard line in Utah State territory.
9: Panthers have been doing that all year long. Here we go. Here's the call. After reviewing the play, the receiver had his right foot down inbounds with control of the football. Thank you. It is a catch for a first down. The defensive offside penalty will be declined. First and ten.
1: What you love about that play though, Granger goes with the flow even though nobody moved. He knows it's a free play. He and Kadarius Thompson
2: basically playing a two-man game. Pretty much. Absolutely. And as you mentioned, Dave, everyone on Utah State, they just stopped except for the cornerback. Right. Everyone else was frozen. Yeah, the corner was the only one who was going with the play. All right, so they gave him the ball out of bounds at the 38-yard line. So we picked up a couple of extra yards from where I thought it was going to be. So Panthers moving, big play, referees get it right, first and 10. First and 10 from the 38-yard line.
1: And it's going to be a fake and the handoff. A keeper there by Granger. And Darren's going to get dragged ah. down back inside the 40 at the 39.
2: Well, forward progress lucky because Darren tried to spin and get around and break away from a tackle. He was really at the 41-yard line, but we will take over at the 39. It'll bring up second down and 11 now for the Panthers. Trips left here, ball in the middle of the field.
1: Amon Green, Talik Williams, Peter Kikwata. And now Talik's going to shift over to the right side of the field. Freddie Brock just to the right of Darren Granger on second down and 11 from the 39-yard line. Green, the tight end in motion as well. And here's the snap to Darren. And they're going to hand it off to Brock. Freddie's got speed. And he's going to cut back up across the 40 and gets dragged down at about the 38. So we got about three, maybe four of those yards back after the sack.
2: They'll put it at the 37. So Problem is, up. two
1: brings up third and long now. You need yeah. nine yards to get to that marker.
2: Well, and Utah State has been bringing additional help there on the pass rush. They're showing six guys that are right at the line of scrimmage. Two to the left,
1: two to the right here for Darren Granger. He'll audibleize at the line. Freddie Brock just to the left. Snap coming up here on third down and nine for Georgia State. Here's the pressure. Granger now going to throw. Far side of the field. Got a man. And it Cedarious is Thompson. caught. Wow. Touchdown, Georgia State. Why did he thread the needle on that pass to Kadarius, who holds on, makes the catch, Georgia State. 37 to 14 over utah state how did he get that football in there and he's
2: looking back into the sun that's the one spot on the field that has a little bit of sun left right there in the far corner in the northeast side of the field unbelievable catch boy he separated himself he put his hands up late so that the defender couldn't get up there to try to defend it Everything that you would want. The six foot four Kadarius Thompson with the second touchdown of the day.
1: Liam Rickman, PAT on the way, drills that through the uprights. Georgia State. Now leading at 38-14. Heron Boise at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. 20th touchdown pass of the season for Darren Granger. And as Harper said, second touchdown catch for Kadarius Thompson in the ball game, his third of the season. We'll give you the drive stats on the other side of this timeout. Georgia State 38, Utah State 14. From Boise, Idaho, you're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's that time of the season, holiday shopping. And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list, this is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Where would the Panthers wear. Happy Holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
1: Back here in Boise, Georgia State Panther football from the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Brought to you by, here in the radio network, Coke Zero Sugar, and by Ford. More at Ford.com. Also by the Georgia State University Bookstore. Harper, 37-yard touchdown pass. Darren Granger, Kadarius Thompson, a great catch, his second touchdown catch of the bowl game. Nine plays, 80 yards. Four minutes and
2: 26 seconds. Well, that was the Kadarius Thompson drive, if you ask me. That huge play when there was a penalty on the defense for going off sides. They had to go review it. That gets the ball out to about the 38-yard line, and then that 37-yard touchdown to Kadarius. Obviously, uh, you know, 67 of those yards were from him. Uh, fantastic job on the right-hand side looking back into the sun in both of those receptions, but uh, really separating himself from his defender on both of them and being able to make some big plays for the Panthers.
1: All right, we're down to six minutes and two seconds to go here in quarter number three, 38-14. Quick check of the numbers. I know Harper, it seems like just gave the stats. Georgia State totally yards so far, 477, 225 in the air and 252 on the ground. A lot of it, or most of it, Freddie Brock And, of course, the rest of it, Darren Granger.
2: Yeah. You think Coach uh, Elliott would be upset that we're not 50-50? It's real close. There's about a 25-yard difference between our passing yards and our receptions. You're not going to comment on that, are you, Dave? No, I'm not. You're going to make me worry about that.
1: Stations will get an ID break here in just a moment. Braden McAllister is about set to kick the football away. And back deep for Utah State, Robert Briggs and Terrell
2: Vaughn. All right, let's kick it high and deep in the middle.
1: And inbounds. And a nice end-over-end booming kick. Going to be caught by Vaughn. Vaughn across the 10. Broke a tackle. 20 25. Big pack of white jerseys there for Georgia State. Going to drag him down as he comes across the 30, but really a nice return uh, by Vaughn
2: up to the 35-yard line. Yeah, he got about 33 yards on the return. He catches the ball moving forward at the 2. Just uses that forward progress to get the nice return, as you mentioned, Dave.
1: Stations on our radio network, top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification from Boise, Idaho. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network.
7: This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville.
1: And first play from scrimmage, going to be a handoff from Levi Williams to Robert Briggs. A little running back out of Belleville, Texas, 5'6", 185. He averages a little over five yards per carry. Not a whole lot there, you got two. It'll be second down and eight. They're gonna place it at the 37 yard line.
2: Fuchsius Lewis getting some action here right now. Nice play there by Fuchsius.
1: Screen pass, caught by Vaughn, 40, 45, gets across the 50. Boy, Terrell Vaughn's got great speed, a great
2: first step after making the catch. And they're really taking advantage of the outer perimeter, from basically the numbers to the sideline. They've been going out there throughout the whole game and taking advantage Look, we got three offensive guys, only two on defense. We'll take that one-on-one matchup, and the disadvantage that we place on the Georgia State defense has led to several first downs It's a big plays for Utah State. Five minutes to go, third quarter,
1: and it's going to be a keeper by Williams, and he will get dragged down over on the far sideline by Gavin Pringle. Nope. Was not gavin T- tavian brown it was tavian Tav- brown on the tackle there for georgia state tavian not,
2: landed was, on or williams's shoulder i think got right out. into his solar plexus We're and brown is down play. right now
1: yeah tavian brown a red shirt senior from demopolis alabama transfer from colorado state that's right the alma mater of one harper labelle
2: yep go rams but right now go tavian yeah. now he's down on the ground again nice tackle no gain there at all on that play. He was able to get uh, excuse me uh, Williams right there at the line of scrimmage at the sideline. But when he landed, I think Williams's uh, shoulder was right there in his solar plexus. He'll he'll get back in the ball game. It doesn't look like it's anything other than just uh, got the wind knocked out of him.
1: So. Bob Murphy and his staff helping Tavian back over to the Georgia State sideline. 4.41 to go, third quarter, second and ten from the 45, coming up here for Levi Williams and Utah State. They put a man in motion in Fawn. They faked the pass to Vaughn, and now Williams has got to escape the pocket. He's just going to have to fire it into the uh, sideline in order to avoid the sack.
2: Taiji Leach there.
1: It'll bring up third down now from the 45. When he
2: spun around to get rid- away from Leach, Williams ends up twisting his knee. He's not limping badly, but you could tell that uh, something kind of popped there in his leg. Third down now in 10 ball remains at the 45-yard line. So be interesting to see if it's his plant foot that he has to throw off of. we going to call timeout again. Whistles, timeout
1: called for by Georgia second, State. Second
9: timeout. Georgia State. Sean
1: First Elliott second, second. waving everybody over to his location right there inside the 45. They want to talk about it with 4.27 to go. Third and ten coming up here for the Aggies. Again, a couple of bowl finals already today, but not going the way of the Sunbelt Conference. Duke held on and beat Troy in Birmingham at the Birmingham Bowl 17 to 10, and Northern Illinois beats Arkansas State at the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery. Georgia State trying to pick up what would be just the second Sunbelt Bowl win of the bowl season to this point Leading it here in Boise 38-14 Here's the snap to Williams on third down and ten under pressure dumps it off and it's gonna be caught by Vaughn He'll spin across the 45 down to the 40. Actually, it was Devon Booth Devon Booth, we got a shaken up Panther down inside the 40
2: yeah, they switched out their running backs there during that timeout. Booth comes in. They set up a screen for him just to the right side. They let the play develop, and who ends up making the contact there? That's that's uh, Jeremiah Johnson, who's down number six. With a big hit. Booth ends up trying to spin and get away Time from it.
8: Field.
1: So they've signaled for a timeout on the field, and... Now the ESPN timeout coordinator is on the field as well, so we'll take it with 4:14 remaining, third quarter here in Boise. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Georgia State 38, Utah State 14. We're back in 60 seconds here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's that time of the season, holiday shopping, and for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list, This is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus, as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Where would the Panthers wear? Happy holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
1: Back here in Boise, again, Georgia State 38, Utah State 14. Today's game here in the radio network presented by Coke Zero Sugar and by Ford. More at Ford.com. Fourth down and five. The situation right now facing Levi Williams and Utah State with that ball. Harper placed right at the 40-yard line.
2: Yeah, they need five yards. Now, Jeremiah Johnson got up under his own power. Right about the time that we went off the air, he ends up standing up and He's back in the huddle right now. He's not eligible to play, obviously, on this play. But for everyone interested in his well-being, he's obviously, he's all right. Uh, Just probably had the wind knocked out of him. That's good. Yeah, you see him over there. He's got his helmet on and uh, ready to go back in. But here's another situation. Now, the last time that they had fourth down, they ended up with that penalty, an illegal procedure, and it knocks them back out where they would have to punt. They're still not within field goal range. The ball's right at the 40. And you need to score, right? Blake Anderson and his uh, Aggies, they, they need to get the ball in the end zone. So I think for the rest of the game, it's going to be four-down territory for them, at least every time that they're on the other side of the 50-yard line. Blake Anderson, familiar, of course, with the Sunbelt
1: Conference, former head coach at Arkansas State. was actually hired to the Utah State job by former Georgia State Athletic Department official, John Hartwell, who was the athletic director out there in Logan, Utah. John, of course, now the athletic director back in the Sun Belt because he was previously AD at Troy before going out to Utah State. Now he's at Louisiana Monroe, so made a good hire. Utah State 6-6 six six this year, just like Georgia State. Here's the snap to Williams. One step back. Williams going to unload, and it's a slant, and a pass is caught by... Jalen Royals for the
2: first down. Boy, Jalen did everything he could to extend his arms and get out there at right about where the hash mark is on the far side of the field. But he, he didn't catch it. It's, it's, out of the it Georgia, out. it's
1: out of the Georgia Military College, a Hillgrove High School kid from Potter Springs.
2: So, Georgia State will take over on downs.
1: Yep. And the Panthers will get the football right at the 40-yard
8: line
2: another great job by the defense get the ball back give up a few yards but not much more and uh, boy you got a chance to compete when you got a defense playing as hard as ours are today
1: snap to Granger just inside of four minutes to go Darren going to unleash the ball downfield as a man and it is oh what a that catch caught
2: Jakari Jakari Carter holds on
1: just across the 30-yard line how did he hold on to that football big 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 play downfield And another first down for Georgia State. Granger's having a fantastic
2: football game. Absolutely. He's, what, uh, 19 for uh, 21 here, only two incompletions. That ball was a little underthrown. He's running to his right, had to avoid a little bit of pressure, but chucks it across his body, gets the completion.
1: Granger now going to roll out to the near sideline, going to dump it off, and it is going to be thrown out of bounds intentionally. And it will bring up second down from the 28-yard line in
2: Utah State territory. One of the rare times that you're going to see Darren roll out on purpose to his left. He fakes the RPO and then just basically does a pirouette and rolls out. The ball was on the right hash. He's about where the left hash is. Two or three guys coming in on him, linebacker and a safety. And the receivers hadn't broken open yet, so he just throws it out of bounds. Nice play. Nice play.
1: Again, second down from the 28 here for Granger. Brock to his right. Here's the snap. They're going to hand it off to Freddie. Freddie running right up the middle. Plows across the 25, just shy of the 20.
2: Good push there by the offensive line for seven yards. Um, Amon Green again as a tight end is lining behind the guard, between the guard and the right tackle.
1: Snap on third down and three. Granger fakes the handoff and he's not going to get Anywhere near the three yards needed needed to get to the 18-yard line for the first down It's gonna bring up fourth down now for Georgia State yeah, The ball still on the right hash And here comes Liam Rickman on the field goal yep.
2: unit. Yep Gonna go for it there a kick into the wind, but you are both pretty much kicking straight into it So in my opinion just about 40 right, 42 yards yeah, put it right in between the, the pipes Don't have to worry about the wind blowing it too hard one side or the other
1: Farhash. Snap, ball is down, kick on the way into the wind, and that is going to die, and it'll sail just wide right. Might have had just enough distance-wise. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it was it, it was chugging and huffing and it, puffing. It, but It, it was it, a
2: little engine that couldn't there, unfortunately, because yeah. uh, he gave everything he had into it, and that ball gets it about the goal line, and it stopped moving. It yeah. just didn't want to go any further. It got past the end line, but uh, he ends up missing it just a little bit to the right. Yep, so wide
1: right for Liam Rickman. Talking to him in the hotel lobby yesterday. He really likes it out here. He's one of those kids that loves the outdoors, the fishing and the hunting, and he felt right at home out here in Boise. Said he got a little bit of fishing in in the uh, Boise River right next to the creek side, right next to the hotel. Love it. Said he caught a couple of trout. William's going to hand a football off. And off left tackle, a big
2: push there by the offensive line. Wow, what
1: what a nice run by Rasul Faison, the junior from Pennsylvania. He picks up a first down on that run, right at ten yards. And I got to place it right at the thirty-four yard line. Here's the snap quickly to Williams, again, Faison trying to run off right tackle, and he'll get dragged down just shy of the 40-yard line. We're at a minute 35 to go here in the third quarter. 38-14, Georgia State leading Utah State here at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Tight end in motion. Here's the snap. Levi Williams going to add a football off, and again, Faison going to run this time off the left side of the offensive line. Not a whole lot there. Still shy of the first down marker. Javon Dennis in there is for Georgia State.
2: A nice little pushback oh. there by the Panthers and from Kevin Swint. yeah defensively. Josiah Robinson getting a chance to get in the ball game now. He's kind of like one of those tweeners. He lines up as safety, but he's also playing linebacker.
1: Oh Panthers read that one beautifully. Handoff and a loss of yards on a run play to F- Rahul Faison on third down and less than a yard needed
2: prior to the snap. Well, there, just mentioned him, Josiah Robinson, number 25, reading that one perfectly. Ends up pushing, facing back. So forward progress, they need to. It looks like they're going to punt here. I would figure the they, you know, rest of the ballgame, you are going to try to go for it on fourth down. But So Ryan Marks, who averages 43 yards per punt
1: during the regular season for the Aggies, is on to punt it away. Chikari Carter back at the 20. End-over-end kick. Fair catch signaled for it as he backpedals to the 10.
2: And we'll give it to him at the 12. Yeah, they are going to give him a
1: couple of extra yards. Panthers, probably time for one additional play here in the third quarter. There's only 17 seconds remaining here in the third. It'll be first down from the 12 for Darren Granger and the Georgia State offensive unit.
2: So, again, the Panther defense comes up with a couple of big stops. He gave up a play on first down, about 12, 13 yards. And then after that, they kind of settled in a little bit. Utah State can run the football. They're very successful at it. They average about 200 yards a ball game. You
1: yeah, know, with Booth and Faison and Briggs. 17 seconds to go here in the third. Here's the snap to Darren. Going to hand a football off to Brock. Freddie running right in behind the center, Alec Johnson. Clock running. Well, they stop it actually at eight seconds. And now they start it again, and that will be the final play as they place the ball at the 15-yard line. That will be the final the play of, of the third, third quarter. quarter. So Georgia State, with 15 minutes to go, Harper, leading the Idaho Potato Bowl here at Boise, 38-14.
2: Very comfortably, yep, yep.
1: All right, stay with us. Fourth quarter action coming up after this timeout. End of the third quarter break. Two-minute timeout here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's that time of the season, holiday shopping. And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list, this is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlantic campus as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Wear what the Panthers wear. Happy Holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
6: Lusab Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership what does it mean to be a hometown dealership we believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations it means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before during and after the sale more than just making the sale we'd like to think that this is why we have the highest google rating of any other kia dealership in the area at lusab kia incoming we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year 100,000 mile warranty now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming, online at LusabKia.com.
1: Quarter 38 14. Georgia State leading it. Today's game broadcast here from the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, presented by Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Credit Union Stadium. And Georgia Power. Georgia Power is the official energy sponsor of Georgia State Athletics. More about new ways to stay connected at georgiapower.com. 15 minutes to go for Georgia State. Levi Williams went out of the ball game. McKay Hillstead, the Lehigh Utah freshman quarterback, was in there late in that series for the uh, Utah State Aggies. And uh, Harper for Georgia State. How about that number, 517 total yards, and we've still got one full quarter to play
2: here at Boise. Yeah, I think if the score remains the same, I think we'll do a couple punts and uh, try to, you know, just wear the clock down as much as possible. But, uh, boy, they pushed to the pedal very early in the ball game and at halftime we had 400 yards only 100 here in the third quarter so come on panthers let's go offense let's uh, keep pushing the ball down the field but uh, everything that you would possibly want to have good that has happened here today what a reward for the panthers and what they've been able to do offensively all right granger out of the shotgun
1: snap on second down at seven and they're going to run the football off left tackle with freddie brock on the carry Again, we have not yet seen Jalen Foster or Terry Burton Jr. Foster did not get a carry all year. Burton had one carry at LSU in the final minute.
2: Yeah. That was basically just run up the middle and try not to get stuffed. Right. At least get some forward progress. Do something good to help us here in the last couple. Now the Panthers are going to go two tight ends again, both on the left-hand side. And Freddy is to the left of Darren Granger on the short side of the field.
1: Thompson and Williams, the wideouts to the left. And they're going to go ahead and keep it on the ground with
2: Freddie Brock. Well, he's close. I don't think he got it, though.
1: Yeah, tough from this angle to tell on third down and three on that run. Had to get
2: to the 22. Uh, <laughs> he's well past the 22, and they move the ball back to the 21. All right.
1: So now a full yard short, and a punt unit has come on the field for Georgia State. Kate Loggins, who averages 41 yards and some change per punt during the regular season. On to punt the football for the second time this afternoon. Yeah,
2: both of them here in the second half. We didn't punt at all in the first. He's got the wind to his back now, too.
1: And gets a more of a line drive kick. Fielded there by the Aggies just inside the 50. Great job, Jordan Venziel, to get in there and get a hand on the punt return. For the Aggies. Is there
2: anything Jordan doesn't do? I guess he doesn't do windows. And I don't know how he bakes potatoes, but uh, what his favorite style is. But low kick, no hang time at all, caught at the 45-yard line. Cooper Jones returned for eight yards, and it could have been a lot deeper than that had uh, Jordan Vinziel not been out there on punt coverage.
1: Jordan did a great job on that play, limiting the punt return there for Utah State. Again, new quarterback in, McKay Hillstead, a freshman from Lehigh, Utah. Takes the snap, rolling out, throws as he gets hit, throws behind the intended receiver. And that intended receiver was, it was Colby Bowman, the Stanford Cardinal transfer. And we'll bring up second down at 10. Ball placed at the 47-yard line well, in, wa- in
2: Georgia State territory. I'm watching Tavian Brown. He came out the last series. Remember, he got hit in the stomach. Boy, did he put pressure on the quarterback right as he was. He Remember, quarterback just dropped the ball on that first snap, picks it up, and is able to roll out to his right. But Tavian did a great job of keeping him at bay. Snap to
1: Hillstead. And they're going to go ahead and run the football with Booth and he'll get four maybe five yards 7 games in the regular season for Hillstead 59% completion rate threw for 10 touchdown passes was intercepted eight times tackle there by Tylen Dunlap brings up third down and 14 a correction on the third down play and Millstead is going to get swallowed up and sacked by Jordan
2: Fenzial
1: Boy, is he playing big here in the second half of Georgia State.
2: Yeah, read the play perfectly. Quarterback tries to roll out to his left, and Jordan was just right around the corner outside the eye of the left tackle and uh, pursues it just as you would want anyone to. Was that an 8-yard loss, 10-yard loss there back to the 46-yard line where the Aggies will have to punt from there.
1: Ryan Marks. The freshman putter.
2: Third and final. Charge timeout.
9: Georgia State, 30 seconds.
1: So Sean Elliott gonna use the timeout here, leading 38 to 14, but 12-23 to go in the football game.
2: I think he wants to put some new guys there in the ball game. You can see a lot of guys clapping out there. Just uh, I think that's you know the polite way that everybody uh, as a senior or one of the guys as a starter, you bow out. You played a great game, you played three. And a quarter quarters. <laughs>
1: there's still there's still 12.23 to go. I know.
2: It's almost the quarter of the quarter. Three minutes. But now you're going to let some new bodies get a chance to play. They practice so hard all year. And then you've had a great experience. I mean, I, I was really delighted to see how much, can I call it, fun that you can have in practice yesterday when we're in uh, just uh, on the other side of the stadium here in their, in their facility.
1: In that indoor practice facility.
2: Didn't like the lights. It's pretty dark in there. But other than that, what a nice place to be able to use if it's inclement weather.
1: Here's the snap to the putter, Ryan Marks. Jakari Carter shading over. Going to back off. It's going to take a Georgia State bounce back across the 20 up to the 24.
2: Yeah, we almost gained 10, maybe 11 yards on that. It bounced at about the 14, and we'll take over at the 24.
1: That certainly was a Georgia State bounce. And the Panthers will take over. Well,
9: the kickers now are kicking. More than five players in the backfield on the kicking team. That five-yard penalty will be added to the end of the play. Okay. First down, timeout.
1: All right, got immediate timeout. Red Hat walking onto the field. Carrying the timer, and so we'll take it with him with 12 minutes, 12 seconds to play here in Boise. 38-14, Georgia State leading Utah State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. We're back in 60 seconds here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million.
4: Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU CARES Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program.
1: Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, The Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the alumni office at 404-413-2190. Today's game here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network, made possible in part by the Georgia State University Bookstore. Offering a selection of Panther gifts and apparel with locations on the downtown Atlanta campus as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Lusab Kia, exit 14 on Georgia 400 and the Georgia State University Alumni Association. We're down to 12 minutes and 12 seconds here in Boise in the fourth and final quarter. Harper with Georgia State up 38-14.
2: Yeah, it's looking more and more apparent that the defense has just been able to figure out what the Aggies are trying to do here's a team in utah state they averaged 34 points a game uh they had 5356 yards much more than their opponents much more than us much more than the opponents that uh, we went against you know they're averaging 446 yards a game and they've got 275 here as you mentioned dave with 12 minutes and 12 seconds left to go here in the ball game so they de- defense here by Georgia State has done a fast, fantastic job of figuring out what they're trying to do and really limiting them. They had a couple of big plays in the first quarter. They got two touchdowns in the first. They kept it close. We were tied at 14, and uh, ever since then, it's just been all Georgia State. Well, Darren
1: Granger stays in the ball game at quarterback. Panthers put a wide out to the left, a wide out in the slot, and a wide out to the right for Darren. Empty backfield. Don't see a running back back there.
2: Uh, He's behind uh, big uh, Ben Chukwama.
1: All right, here's the snap on first down from the 29-yard line. Going to be a keeper by Granger. Busted one tackle and gets dragged down just shy of the 35-yard line. They'll spot it at the 34. It's second down and five. Darren with a five-yard run. Off left tackle. Granger's had a fantastic game today that's his 24th run play that's going to put him over 100 yards rushing and passing he's already got 257 brings up second down at 5 34 yard line carter goes in motion granger takes the snap direct run granger going to pick up the first down he's going to barrel across the 40 up close to the 43 yard line that's a georgia state first down Looks like they're going to place the football back at the 41. So the Boy. Panthers pick up another first down. And that is going to be their 21st first down of the football game.
2: Freddie comes back into the ball game. He had been out for those two plays. He went with double tights. Harmon Green stays in the ball game, but he's going to move now to a slot. Freddie to the left of Darren Granger at the 41-yard line on first down.
1: Snap on first down green goes in motion. They're gonna hand it off to Brock Brock broke one tackle got across the 50 Dove into Utah State territory and was finally dragged down by one of the Aggies Trying to get a number well that that's a guy we've called a couple of times number 12 Simeon Harris one of the safeties And Brock is not an easy guy to bring down. Runs low to the field. Ball in the 48th. Snap coming up on first down.
2: he has been so elusive here today. You know, when you think of deceiving speed, you think you got him. Next thing you know, you're on the ground diving for him. That's when you know that you've got speed is when guys on defense can't get their feet and they end up diving for you and missing.
1: Brock going to get the handoff again. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. Brock 15 across the 10 and dragged down inside the five-yard line freddie brock has had a fantastic famous idaho potato bowl about 44 yards on the run will get the official yardage on that carry by brock but he's had three of four huge yardage runs today for georgia state yep.
2: well most of them right up the middle and then he'll break it to the outside That one was just up the middle, and he ended up on the left hash. That's where the ball started. It was 43, yeah, 43
1: yards. Yep, right at 43 yards. Panthers knocking on the door at the five. First and goal, five-yard line. Granger, left hash, hands it off to Brock. Brock off the left tackle into the end zone. Touchdown run, Freddie Brock. That's a Georgia State touchdown. Freddie Brock puts Georgia State up 44-14 here at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl.
2: And what a bowl game Freddie Brock has had. Five-yard touchdown run. Absolutely. And again, give good good credit to the offensive line. They didn't necessarily push their guys into the end zone, but their guy, whoever you're blocking, didn't make the tackle. That's just as important. Terrific job there. Uh, Their guys uh, couldn't get away. No. The defensive... uh, the, the line and the linebackers, every one of them had a hat on them there for the Aggies. They could not get through. Brock with a
1: five-yard touchdown run. Liam Rickman splits the uprights on the PAT. Georgia State 45, Utah State 14. Showdown. Sunbelt against the Mountain West. And the Panthers have played maybe their best game, one of their best games of the season. And they lead it now 45-14. Got immediate timeout here in Boise. And we'll take it with them. Back at 60 seconds, Here from the famous Idaho Potato Bowl on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's that time of the season, holiday shopping. And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list, this is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore, in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlantic campus, as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Wear what the Panthers wear. Happy holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Mer- Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
1: Dave Cohen, Harper, LaBelle, Rick Shaw back here in Boise, Idaho. Studio producer Jeff Walker and Georgia State adding more points. Up now, 45-14, five-yard touchdown run, Harper. Freddie Brock, five-play drive, 71 yards, two minutes and 54 seconds.
2: Well, I said a couple of drives ago that it was a Kadarius Thompson drive. That one was a Freddie Brock drive for obvious reasons. Now, uh, you know, you had a first couple of plays there were Darren Granger getting a first down and keeping the sticks moving, but uh, that huge run, the 43-yarder there, and then uh, to cap it off with that five-yard touchdown, Freddie is certainly welcome to the team, Freddie. You've done a great job here today.
1: Well, look at his numbers.
2: Freddie Brock running the football. Yeah, 19 carries, 226 yards. He's averaging 11.9 yards per carry. Um I don't know. We have to have co-MVPs in the ball game. those, Those are Marcus Carroll numbers. Yeah, absolutely. And Marcus, you know, we wish him the best. He decided to go. How much would he have had today? Goodness gracious.
1: He might have run for 350
2: yards. Whew, buddy. And, again, you're missing a couple of your offensive linemen. Avery Reese, of course, is injured. Uh, What a steadfast guy he's been. Remember, Malik Sumter was our center for about 7 to 9 or 12 years. Malik was the guy that, you know, just tried and true. Avery gets hurt uh, two weeks ago in in, uh, Old Dominion, three weeks ago, really. Gave everything he had. Boy, his heart, uh, you could just tell he was not going to want to come off that field even though his knee was bothering him pretty badly. Doesn't need surgery, thank goodness for that. But uh, what a great job he did this year in front of the ball. And the offensive line today has just really taken control. Done a really good job against a a very potent defense that Utah State has put on the field and all throughout their uh, Western or the Mountain West Conference.
1: All right, booming kick from McAllister on the kickoff into the end zone. Ball will come out to the 25. We're at 9 minutes and 18 seconds remaining in the bowl game. 45-14 Georgia State. The Panthers are 6 yards away from eclipsing or reaching 600 yards Mm -hmm. of offense today.
2: Now, the Utah State defense averages giving up about 415, so we're uh, almost 200 yards with 9 minutes to go above what their average is. So obviously, they've got some checking to do in in their lineup to get a little bit better for next year, but we've done very well today.
1: Snap to Hillstead, gonna hand the football off to Robert Briggs. Briggs running to the far side of the field. Gets up across, well, close to the 30 they will place the ball at the 29, four-yard pickup, second down and six coming and he, up.
2: Even late in the game, Dave, Chris Smith, the first time we've called his name in a while, yep. he had six Panthers that were around the ball there making a tackle.
1: Hillstead going to look to throw the football. Throws downfield, got a man, it's caught. Tuck, uh, it's caught there by Terrell Vaughn. Terrell
2: Vaughn. Yeah, nice play, a little yeah. post route.
1: And he had to really kind of not dive but reach up beyond his normal reach to get that.
2: About 31 yards there on the pickup. Ball's... Spotted at the 40-yard line in Panther territory.
1: So Levi Williams went to the sideline. McKay Hillstead comes in. The freshman slinging the ball around the field. He's going to throw right now. Short pass into the flat, and it is caught by the tight end Josh Sturzer. That's his first catch of the ball game. His second of the season. A senior out of Salt Lake City, 6 6'3", 240. That's the first target for the tight end Sturzer this afternoon. And it brings up second down and five.
2: Hillstead throws a nice ball. His last two completions, here's another.
1: Snap out on the flat, caught by Vaughn. And Vaughn is going to get awfully close to that first down marker, but I think he'll be short by about a half a yard. Maybe a full yard.
2: The good thing is for Georgia
1: State, the clock continues to
2: run. The 31-yard line. They need to get a yard to the 30.
1: Again, screen pass. Vaughn far oh. side of the field, and he got the first down.
2: by, by much. Down. Boy, Jordan Venzio read that one like a book. He ran a quick little uh, tunnel screen to the right-hand side. It's hard to
1: believe this is the final game for Jordan Venzio. Yeah, no kidding. Doesn't it feel like he just got here? Almost?
2: We didn't have as much gray here when he first got here. Hold on. we got to get a guy off the field. Yep. Come on. Who is that? Corey Warren coming off. All right. First down at the, right at the 30-yard line.
1: All right. First down from the 30. Hillstead trying to find someone to throw the ball to. He's going to tuck it, and he will run out of bounds over into the Utah State sideline. That'll be good for about a two-yard gain. Second down and eight coming up.
2: Not much, but he's got 143 yards. He played in 10 games. You mentioned that, uh, you know, his his statistics. He's 59% completion percentage, 10 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. But, again, he rushed for 143. picks up two there on that last one and avoids the sack. Six and
1: a half to go. Here's the snap. And they're going to run the football with Rasul Faison. And Georgia State's having none of that. Three white jerseys wrapping Faison up
2: and dragging him to the blue turf. Including number 40, Jordan Venzel all again. Yep. They picked up, they give him uh, maybe a foot of forward progress. Ball stays on the 28-yard line. So it's third down and about eight
1: for Utah State. They're going to place the ball at the Georgia State 28-yard line. We're right at six minutes to play. Hillston in the pocket. Finds his receiver. Caught by Vaughn. Boy, nice catch. Vaughn is something else, isn't he?
2: Picks up right about 10 yards right there.
1: Vaughn, the Utah State leading receiver. That's his sixth catch of the ball game this
2: afternoon. He had 81 coming into the game. He had 81. Averaging 10.4 per, and he got 10 yards on that one. Little play action. Hillstead
1: to the corner, and it's incomplete. Boy, he had a man wide open. That was tough to drop it in there
2: 26 that's uh Kyries rowan yep. junior he's out of ogden ogden utah 510 junior and he wishes he was about 6-3 because he had to go as high as he possibly could for that ball just a little bit too much out of his reach he ends up falling down without it and second down dave what's going on that you're <laughs> thinking about what you're thinking I just heard something I'm yeah. familiar with. Okay.
1: Snap coming up on second and ten from the eighteen-yard line. Oh. Hillstead dumps it off to Vaughn. Vaughn avoided one oncoming tackle. And was able to sneak inside the 15 to the 14-yard line.
2: And Hillstead looked like he was going to keep it. I thought he was, and then he flicks it out to the flat. And Vaughn ends up getting a couple yards there, maybe five. He caught it right at the line of scrimmage over there by the sticks comes back into the field and picks up five. So the ball's at the 14 now.
1: 45-14, Georgia State leading it as we get late here in the fourth quarter. Snap to Hillstead, Pressure in the pocket. Hillstead lobs towards the end zone. Yeah, and show me a yep. flag. I yeah, got one, got, I got
2: two. I got three of them. Yep. So pass interference there against Georgia State.
9: Pass interference. Defense, number 28. That foul occurred in the end zone. The ball will be placed at the two-yard line. Marlon
1: McClendon, McClendon, the freshman out of Lakeland, Florida.
2: He got beat on the move to the outside, and then when he catches up, the ball was slow getting there, and another one of those balls, Utah State's had a couple that have been kind of, when you get it in the wind, it just dies, just like that field goal attempt that we had a little while ago. And so if McClendon turns around, you know, you don't have time to do it, I'm just second-guessing everything, but he might have had a chance to at least deflect it, maybe pick it off, but instead we get the the penalty, and now it's first and goal.
1: Hillstead with the ball at the two yard line. Hillstead now takes the snap, rolls, got a man caught. Vaughn sneaks just inside the end zone for the touchdown, and Terrell Vaughn his eleventh touchdown reception of the season. And that makes it a 45 to 20 ball game.
2: Well, nice drive by Hillstead. A Little late, but uh, here's a. You say he's a freshman, right, Dave? This yep. is a young guy that uh, future looks bright for him. Not the biggest guy on the team, but uh, he's definitely proven himself. Again, he's played in 10 games, right? Seven games, excuse me. He threw for over 1,000 yards in the seven games. It looks like Utah State's going to go for two.
1: They're going to go for two. Hillstead going to throw here to the end zone. Caught. Was he inbounds? Yes, he was. They convert the two-point conversion. Trying to see who made the catch. And that's going to lead us into a timeout. Show me on the big screen. That was Jalen Royals. sure was. So Vaughn catches the touchdown pass, Royals the two-point conversion, and it's now 45-22. ESPN timeout with Georgia State leading it here, 4.48 remaining in the football game, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl here in Boise. We're back in 60 seconds here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's that time of the season, holiday shopping, and for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list, This is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore, in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus, as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Wear what the Panthers wear. Happy Holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
1: Us. All right, Harper's making his way down to the Georgia State sideline with four minutes and 48 seconds to go. 45-22, the score now. McKay Hillstead, a two-yard touchdown pass to Terrell Vaughn, his 11th touchdown reception of the season. They convert on the two-point conversion. Hillstead to Jalen Royals, the Georgia kid out of Powder Springs. And overall, an 11-play drive, 75 yards. Time of the drive, 4 minutes and 30 seconds. And Georgia State's lead is now 45-22. to 22. Today's game presented by Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Credit Union Stadium, the football home of Georgia State. Center Park is a community-based credit union. Also the folks at TicketSmarter.com and Northside Hospital. So the Panthers awaiting the kickoff from Elliott Nimrod. And standing back at the 20 yard line is Talik Williams. Georgia State back in a bowl game. Hadn't played in the bowl since 2021 when Darren Granger was the MVP of the TAC SAC Camellia Bowl. They beat Ball State in montgomery that afternoon actually was christmas day afternoon 51 20 the final score there prior to that in 2020 we were in mobile georgia state beat western kentucky 39 21 in the lending tree bowl and then led by dan ellington in 2019 a loss to wyoming and levi williams at the nova home loans arizona bowl and The onside kick recovered by Utah State. It's got their sideline all re-energized. And they're going to have the football back with four minutes and 44 seconds to go. The Georgia State defense is going to have to go right back on the football field. Georgia State not expecting that, obviously.
9: The ruling on the field was the onside kick was recovered by the kicking team. By rule, they are not able to advance once they get possession. First and ten, Utah State. So there you hear
1: it from our referee, Jeremy Valentine. They recover the onside kick, couldn't take it any further once they secured the football, and it was recovered by Devon Booth, the junior from Las Vegas. And now for McKay Hillstead. They're back in business with 4.44 to go in the football game. 45-22, Georgia State.
9: Please set the game clock to 4 minutes and 46 seconds. 4.46 on the game clock, please.
1: Now they're going to add two seconds back to the game clock. Thank you. Booth recovers the onside kick and stays in the ball game. He's in a running back right next to the backup quarterback, McKay Hillstead. Here's the snap. Hillstead, two steps back, rolling out of the pocket. Going to throw on the run, and it is incomplete. Booth was the intended receiver. And some contact there with Kevin Swint. Kevin on the coverage that time. It'll bring up second down and 10. Ball at the Georgia State. A correction, the Utah State 48-yard line. Snap coming up on second down. Booth now going to shift to the left. They don't have a lot of time to run the football, but they're going to hand it off to Booth anyway. He'll get to the far sideline, gets around to Georgia State defender, but runs out of room, runs out of blue turf, and ends up out of bounds. So a lot of running, and they end up picking up a couple of yards, and it's going to bring up third down and seven. So a three-yard gain on that run brings up third down and seven. 4.20 on a turning clock. Georgia State, late substitutions on defense. Ronald Cooper's come in the ball game for Georgia State. Also quickly coming on the field is Chris Smith. Here's the snap to Hillstead. Hillstead gonna step up, unloads as he gets hit, and it is gonna be thrown out of bounds. I tell you what, they had a receiver in Vaughn right there. He beat the Georgia State cornerback, but good pressure on Hillstead. And he doesn't get a really good throw-off. A little high and a little short, and that really helps Georgia State. Coverage that time for the Panthers by Jeremiah Johnson, the safety. Senior out of Mississippi. Brings up now fourth down and seven. Obviously, they got to go for it. Trailing 45-22 with right at four minutes and two seconds remaining. Five on the play clock. The freshman quarterback, Hillstead, Takes the snap with one second to spare. He'll step up in the pocket. Now he's going to run the football. Cross the 45, runs into three white jerseys, gets crunched, and is dropped at the 44. So the ball will be turned over on downs to Georgia State with three minutes and 51 the seconds to go. The
9: line the game. First and 10, Georgia State. Timeout on the field.
1: So we got a timeout, ESPN. We'll take another timeout. We knew they had a few to squeeze in before the end of this football game. They call it with 3.51 to go. Georgia State, 45. Utah State, 22 here at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. We'll take it with them back in 60 seconds here from Boise, Idaho on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's that time of the season, holiday shopping. And for that special Georgia State Panther fan on your list, This is a great time to visit the Georgia State University Bookstore in person or online. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State gifts and athletics apparel from Under Armour. Wear what the Panthers wear. Happy Holidays from the Georgia State University Bookstore.
3: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable
1: back here in Boise our coverage of Georgia State football at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl with Georgia State leading Utah State 45-22 I don't know, I thought he may have rappelled down the side of the press box all the way down there, Harper LaBelle made it in record time down to the Georgia State sideline and he's standing right down there behind the Georgia State bench an onside recovered kick, Harper, by Utah State does not come back to haunt Georgia State. The Panthers' defense bows up, and they get the football back over on downs. Well, you said it, Dave. There was this
2: surge of energy that was taking place over there, not only on the sideline, but with the fans and everything. Hey, we got a chance. Maybe we – no, no, we ended it. So good job there by Georgia State's defense again to answer the bell, and now it's just four minutes and 50. Well, I'm sorry. There's a little less than that on the clock, but – for obvious reasons, defense have had a fantastic game thus far here today, and now it's the offensive opportunity to you know, really take some time off the clock and hopefully get another score. Harper, you warm enough
1: down there? Well, he's busy conversing. I thought Michaeli Calaserno was going to come into the football game. He's... Standing ready down on that yeah, Georgia Yeah, he had State his helmet on and everything.
2: Yeah. I thought he was warming up and getting ready to go.
1: But Granger is still Alli- on the field now for Georgia State.
2: Allison was just telling me that the record now is 242 yards, and so we're uh, incredibly close to that right now to uh, breaking a school record.
9: Granger,
1: you're talking about Brock? Yes. Yeah, he's at 226 on 19 carries. Gets the ball on this play, and still on his feet, gets up close to the 45-yard line. Freddie Brock has had a fantastic football game today. You watch the way he's played, and now Granger comes out of the football game. He could very well, in either he or Freddie Brock, they could be co-MVPs of the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. They both had fantastic football games. McKaylee Colisorno on the field now for Georgia State. 6'1", 220, Redshirt Junior, Inman, South Carolina. Here's the snap to McKaylee. He's going to hand it off to Brock. Freddie, across the 50, 45, and he gets hit from behind, and that gives him another yard or two.
2: Well, touch of class there by the Georgia State fans, every one of them standing up here on the sideline. Thank you, Darren, for not only a great game, but a terrific career while he was here at Georgia State.
1: Listen, when we talk about the great quarterbacks of Georgia State, we're going to talk about Darren Granger, Nick Arbuckle, Connor Manning, Obviously, he's down on the sideline, Daniel Ellington. Yep.
2: Yep. Do we need another touchdown against Tennessee, Dave?
1: No, we just need that field goal back. Two and a half to go. Brock going to get the handoff. Off left tackle, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. Brock still running across the 15, dragged down at the 10-yard line. And that could be the record right there for the running back from Georgia State.
2: The balance that he had, just kind of sweeping his feet around and just waiting for the opening to t- create itself and what is that 30 yards later? What a great game he's had.
1: 31 yards to the 12-yard line on that run by Freddie Brock the transfer from Maine We're down to a minute 50 to go in the famous Idaho potato bowl out of the shotgun, McKaylee Coliserto. Coliserto hands it off to Brock. Freddie inside the 10. Big pile there down to the 8-yard line, maybe the 7, depending upon the placement of the football. And we're at 90 seconds to go here in Boise. What a way for Georgia State, Harper, to close out the season. 6-1, and 5-game losing streak, tough loss at Old Dominion. And then they come up. To Boise with a lot of missing bodies, and they play maybe their best game of the season.
2: Yeah, you stop to think about you know all the bad things that were taking place, and then when we were at practice the other day, we we're just they're having fun. They're just enjoying themselves, and they got their minds off of so many other things. Go ahead Dave, with yep, the play. They're
1: going to hand it off. Going to be a run play in behind right tackle, right guard for Freddie Brock.
2: We have room for one more. Brock is. We're inside a minute.
1: Yep, he's run run play this afternoon. Wasn't sure if we would see Jalen Fox or Terry Burden Jr., the transfer from Reinhardt University. But it's been the Darren Granger Freddie Brock show here in Boise this afternoon. One of the great bowl performances we've seen in now the 14-year history of Georgia State football.
2: You know, uh... 25 seconds look, to look, go. Look, at, look at that little Gatorade bucket. Yep. They got the French fries. It's not Gatorade, it's French fries.
1: Yep, and Elliott gets... Covered in french fries here in Boise. And the pan, I don't believe another play. French fries are flying on that Georgia State sideline. Georgia State has come up to Boise, Idaho. We got five seconds to go. Down to three seconds. One second. And Georgia State has won the famous Idaho Potato Bowl here in Boise by the final score of 45-22 over the Aggies of Utah State and Harper we said on more than one occasion seven and six sounds a whole lot better than six and seven yeah
2: seven and six is really good right about now isn't it Dave what a great win for the team to fight back the way that they have you mentioned some of the adversity that they'd had and uh, congratulations to them smells like uh, vegetable oil and uh, obviously a little bit of Idaho potatoes here
1: what kind of fries did they dump on coach Elliott crinkle fries McDonald's fries steak fries what was it
2: just a standard fry Dave <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't uh, measure them yet but there's a bunch of them out there cooked to precisely a little bit of brown on them you know just golden and now they're going to rake them all up so I don't think I'll be bringing them up to the booth for you
1: well they are all over the blue turf directly below us here in the radio booth. I mean they're all over the place the guys have already brought out the rakes like you were raking leaves and they're trying to rake up all of the french fries dumped on head coach sean elliott what a way to close out the 2023 season harper up here in boise idaho fantastic football game pretty much right from the get-go for georgia state without a number of key pieces most notably Travis Glover, your left tackle, your right tackle, Montavious Cunningham. Your starting running back, Marcus Carroll and John Trey Hunter on the defensive side. And it didn't matter here today for Georgia State. The Panthers came up here. They plugged some guys in. Freddie Brock had a great, great football game. How
2: how much did he end up with, Dave?
1: Freddie Brock ends up 24 carries, 276 yards.
2: There you go. School record. Yep. In your first game. Where do you go from here, Freddie. Hopefully we get a chance. Here he is. Let's see if we can get him on the air right now.
1: All right, I'm going to hand. Two hundred. How many? How many? Freddie Brock today. Harper, tell him he had uh, 24 carries, 276, and a touchdown.
2: Freddie, 24 carries, 276 yards. Congratulations. Welcome
5: to Georgia State, my friend. Sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm part of it, man. You know, it's a team effort today, and uh, we got the Doug bowl game. I noticed. Speed
2: has a lot to do with it in any case and form. Sometimes the weather, when it's so cold, you still were able to manage through all of the cold and the adversity and all that. I love the way that your feet, you were kind of sliding, waiting for something to open up. And then once it did, you took advantage of it with your speed.
5: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I mean, I just transferred from the University of Maine, you know, so used to playing in the cold. And I'm also from New York, so cold wasn't a problem for me. There you go. Well,
2: the toughness, too. Now, was there anything in particular, I thought, on average... Utah State doesn't give up a whole lot of yardage, especially in the running game, and they don't give up a lot of points, but you were able to take advantage of everything today.
5: Yeah, well, pretty much, yeah. You know, the state I came up, you know, took advantage of every carry I got. You know, I haven't played a lot this season. You know, I just transferred. So it was my time today, and I took advantage of every uh, carry I got. Absolutely. A couple of touchdowns. Was
2: there any particular moment that you said, hey, things are going. Keep giving me the the ball, and, and let me
5: run with the rock. After that first burst I had, that's why I'm like, yeah, let's get this going. Keep giving me the ball, you know. Let's do it. Well,
2: congratulations. I know you want to celebrate with your teammates. Welcome aboard, Freddie. You had a great game. Absolutely.
1: All right, Harper, good job. Freddie Brock could very well be co-MVP with Darren Granger. Granger, actually, Harper carried the football, ran with the times. Did he get 100? 111. Okay. And the, remember, he scored the first two tough one-yard runs.
2: Yeah, I'm going to try to get a hold of him. Hey, here's... here's He's not feeling real good, but Charlie Cobb, if you get a minute, uh, he's over there choking. Uh, You all right? Charlie, we're on the air. So, hey, congratulations, really. Uh, 6-1 and at the beginning of the season. There's not a whole lot
5: of folks thinking you're not going to win 10, 11, maybe 12 games. I know you're teasing there, but next thing you know.